All right, what's up, everybody? This is Inside the North Side. What's up? I just said what's up again. Why am I saying what's up? I'm, I don't know. Anyways, uh, again, what's up? <laughs> I'm very excited to have uh, my two guests here. Um, please introduce yourself to the uh, to the audience out there, the live audience. Hello, I'm Angelica, a.k.a. Bloom. And I'm Pablo, a.k.a. Doom. <laughs> it's official. It's official. Welcome it to the show. Welcome to the show. All right, guys. So how's y'all day been? It's been good. It's been good. Been good. That's good. Chaotic. Why chaotic? Oh, I mean. Oh, yes. Of course. Uh, Explain why it's been chaotic. Cha- 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 chaotic. <laughs> like chaotic Um, We just got hit with like a last minute show announcement. And we had to like get all that detail real quick. Um, we announced Kalanashi today, so yeah, it's been chaotic today. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I just saw that. All right. So um, first things first, what do y'all think about this whole coronavirus thing that's been going on? Pablo's scared. Are you really scared? I have to admit, I had a little freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of cough masks in my car right now. I already have Germix, so I was already prepared for that. Um, I had my little freak out though. I got myself into a little fever because of it. I have, I'm, I'm kind of worried, but not really. I just feel like it's kind of like been blown up too much. I mean, I know it's a serious thing, but it's kind of like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I know it's killing people. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, like the Ebola stuff. yeah, you know, it, I, I've said it before. It's kind of like it's been like everything like the Ebola, the swine flu, the bird flu, the whatever flu, you know, it, I feel like it's all the same. Every year, it's something different, you know, and it's always the same pandemic, same scare, same bullshit. I'm just like, eh, whatever. I, I can give less of, of crap. It's a little like the only reason why it's a little scary now because like of what is canceled. Oh, I'm gonna oh right there. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They just canceled South by Southwest, which is really insane. Yeah, that's what got me a little concerned. I was like, the fact that they had to cancel that giant festival. Yeah, and like people were. Um, we're like, yeah, cancel it, cancel it, you know. But they don't understand the impact that it makes on Austin, the surrounding cities, even on San Antonio. Because it's like San Antonio and Austin are like an hour, an hour and a half away. People come and stay either in San Antonio or they stay in the little cities like San Marcos and New Braunfels and Buda and stuff like that. And, you know, Round Rock. And like I said, it affects the city. It affects the hotels, the restaurants. Um, everything, and then all these bands that were booked, like to play. Now it's like, what do you do? Do you stay there or do you go back home? Because that's like their make it or break it, and that's what sucks. We're kind of lucky because we didn't book really any artists that are going to that festival in Houston. How's everything going with uh with your Bloom and Doom going? It's been really good, honestly. Um, we both found our own rhythm to work together, how to work together, which is pretty cool. It's funny because my strengths are like kind of like his like weaknesses and his strengths are like my weaknesses and like we balance each other out really well. By the way, I'm a little sick, so that's my voice. That's okay. Everyone's a little sick. It's the corona. The whole world's <laughs> quarantine. So how did Bloom and Doom like come come to be? Because I know you were doing your own thing, and then like after a while you kind of like stopped, and then like I don't know where like Bloom and Doom came. So like how did that all start? Um, 
Well, tell your how your experience. Well, of course, the clinic booking. I I was not trying to take a break. I was I was trying to like give it up completely, a hundred percent. Um, so before that, of course, me and Angelica weren't talking, you know, on speaking terms. But then, you know, our friendship we 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 built our friendship again, and we spoke at No Sleep Fest uh, this past one. And there was not talks about working together, you know, we were just talking. And, you know, as friends that grew up in, like, the music, the Houston community, like, we know how it is to be a promoter, to be an independent promoter, because, like, we can relate so much on certain, certain you know, things that happen. You know, how the stress, you know, the, you know, sometimes all the, the bullshit behind the scenes, the behind the scenes that really suck, you know, as a promoter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens. Uh, no sleep we just were talking and then and then we joked about it here and there about joining forces but we never like did anything about it but that's only because we're both busy you know and like with the music community music shows you have to be constantly it's constantly moving so when we find I, I reached out to Angelica and told her like hey look we should talk about this and we did and um, we had to move quick because then you know the show's constantly coming so Bloom and Doom literally like we made Bloom and Doom maybe like it took us like four or five days, you know, to get everything together. Name, emails, contacts, you know, and having for us just to figure out like a game plan for the beginning. So where did the name come from? Did y'all just like just think of like the one two punch like Bloom and Doom or was it like something like like a like a you know, um inside joke or something like that? Cause the name is really cool. I, I like it. <laughs> but like, you know, like what's the story behind the name? That was all Pablo, to be honest. I wanted, like, cute names for our thing, but he came up with it. And I was like, you know what? He thought it was dumb at first. He was like, you're going to think it's dumb. And it literally probably <laughs> took him, like, 20 minutes to tell me what he wanted us to be. And I, once he told me, I was like, no, that's, like, perfect. I'm down. So we were, like, jotting down names, like, mm -hmm. what could be our new name. We wanted something to, you know, obviously stand out. Yeah, and it, it actually it does stand out because it's like it's something you can remember, like blooming. Okay, yeah, blooming. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like something forgettable. It's something that like catches your attention. So, I like the name. Hey. It's really good. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> also like with the name. I didn't really think that it would like. I didn't consider that it's like because two of us blooming doom. Mm -hmm. When we were coming up with the names, like I just it just I just stood out blooming. I forgot how I came up with bloom doom. But like, I, I I was jotting, I was literally jotting. But then now it kind of works out because like people identify Angelica's Bloom, well some people, and um, then <laughs> some people identify me as Doom. So it's like it works out. And then it know? ended up being like a whole like little thing where people are like, wait, there's two names, like who's who? And yeah. Like oh, well, well obviously yeah. I'm Bloom if we're gonna do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I like the name, and um, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of like like booking shows and all that, I know you were doing all that like way before um, when you were doing it like, at the clinic and all that. Mm -hmm. That's where actually I first met you. Um, you remember Daniel, right? The street couch. Wow, street couch. <laughs> <laughs> that's something. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, dude. I went to one of the shows and that was at the clinic, and that's when I saw you. I was like, who's this dude here? He's wearing socks and sandals and he just White looks so <laughs> he just looks so fresh and so fly and not giving a fuck. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. 
and like it was really packed in there. And I was like, dang, this is pretty cool. Like having it in like this place. So that's where I first saw you. But like we met, you know, man, the blue jorts. <laughs> <laughs> and you were talking about like Waffle House and all that. I was like, ooh. We still talk about Waffle House. I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I do like Waffle House. You like Waffle House too? My stomach got tired of it. <laughs> What did you usually get from Waffle House? Did you just get the waffles or did you get like something like different? I got the all-star meal with double hash brown double with the pan- with the waffle, chocolate chip, uh, chocolate also, hot chocolate, and then I would get the steak. The steak? Whoa, yeah. that's, a, that's a heavy <laughs> order there, sir. <laughs> Damn. That makes me hungry. Um. Uh, I usually I get the all star, but I keep it simple. I got hash browns, I sausage. Waffle House gotta go all out. Yeah, sometimes if you afford, if I can afford it, (laughs) (laughs) I usually go to IHOP. It's more fancier, I guess, in a way. Uh, What's like the strangest time you've been to Waffle House? Like, like four in the morning. Like you're just like bored, and you're like, I'm hungry. I've been there every single time of the day. Every single time of the day. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. It's like, oh look, it's oh. Get him his seat. I've been there at 1, 2, 3, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., you name it. Damn. Dedication. Dedication. <laughs> Loyalty. Surprisingly, I haven't been to Wobble House that late before, so I hear it's usually fun at the time. Yeah, it is. It's like old white people, and they're like, keep it down. I'm just eating. Turn your hearing aid down. Usually, it's just like when a lot of wild encounters happen. Which one do you usually go to? Well, I don't go to Waffles anymore, but when I did, I went to every single one. Every single one? Well, not one day, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> like every single one. Oh my God. <laughs> That's funny. I believe that. So, uh, going back to your. Uh, yeah, booking shows and all that. How did how did all that start? I know I I, uh, I watched your your YouTube channel and I know you explained it a little bit here and there. Like, how did it all start? Did it like start for you in like in high school? Were you just fascinated by like the behind the scenes and how they put everything together? I mean, what is it? Um, I believe for both of us is different because we both started at different times. Um, I think I started in 2016 and you started in 2017, I believe. Um. <clears throat> So before that, I didn't really think I would be in the music community. When I was growing up, I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. But I was a big music nerd. You know, I would talk about bands. I I even like made like a list of bands I thought would be on Warped Tour, and I was right all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that kind of paved the way of me trying to figure out what bands were gonna blow. You know, whenever I came into the music community, and I just went to a bunch of shows. Um, and then like I started talking to local bands just to like get my foot in the door. I wasn't trying to book. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then um, after helping Wonders, Wonders was like one of the first local bands like I spoke to and made friends with. And then after that, I was also a poet. Um, and uh, I, it was a band. When the clinic first started, we helped um, Daggers get a show there. And then after that, I got hit up for my first ever show booked, and I was Harbor from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And then from then, it started for me. After that, more bands kept hitting, hitting me up and then eventually agents and that's how it started for me wow and then eventually angelica came out (laughs) 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 yeah um, i started like a little bit after 
a year after him, um, I was dating someone at the time who was in a band, and I wanted to be involved too. I didn't, I don't know how to play like an instrument fully, mm-hmm. but I was like, I want to be involved somehow. And I would ask him like, How are you getting on these shows? Like, who's doing this? And he was like, Oh, promoters put shows together, and I was like, You know what? Like, I'm gonna try to do that. So I put basically a birthday show for myself together of all locals of friends and it was like really fun and successful it was a good time and after that i actually got offered a show from an agent right after that really wow and since then i've been booking and i've been booking nonstop since i started i um didn't take a break or anything like paula did but um, I mean, there's been times I wanted to, I wanted mm-hmm. to give up and stop, but I, I kept going. I, I did, like, I try to book a show every month, stuff like that. But yeah, that's how I started, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, That's a pretty cool journey for both of y'all. And I know it's very stressful and I know it's very hard. Um, I've been in the music scene. I ha- uh, It's been a while since I've been to the band, but I've been in the music scene for a while. And... Um, when I try to get shows for my band, it, it's always like tough because it's like, oh, we don't have enough material or they're not interested. Um, I literally had to like dig at the bottom just to find fucking shows for some of the bands I was in. Luckily, um, one of the bands I was in, we were called um, Soli. I luckily got us booked at uh, Fitzgerald's twice. We opened for a uh, Japanese metal band or new metal band. They were doing like their first U.S. tour, and we opened for them. Two totally different genres, but it was pretty cool that we opened for them for their first tour. And then another time, we um, it was just for like it was our own show. We, they had two other people, but um, I was pretty proud of myself booking somewhere at like Fitzgerald's because I mean everybody knows Fitzgerald's is like yeah. it's legendary, R.I.P. But um. Where else did I book? I booked at uh, another place in spring, a couple shows. We did a show at a coffee shop. Um, we did a show in someone's backyard. Power went out like six times. Yeah. And yeah, literally like each time we try to play a song, boom. It's like, oh, great. I get, it happened twice. I'm sorry. We played at the backyard like two or three times. Um, one of them, I don't remember because I was high. But um, yeah, like I said, it's. It's a very stressful. It's very like difficult because it's like okay, I gotta find shows, I gotta find a venue, I gotta find a right band. And it's like I know this, I know the the difficulty, and to find that y'all both are successful in it, it's it's awesome, you know. So, kudos to y'all. Yeah, you know, the thing with me and Pablo is um, we like to give bands a chance to yeah, like even if they never played a show. I've always been like that. Whenever I was an independent promoter, like mm-hmm. I've booked plenty of bands first shows and then it's like you ha- you build that relationship with them which is really cool they're my friends now yeah, so, yeah. um what's one of the coolest places you've booked a band for like you know like have y'all like booked like at a uh, white uh white oak or i mean secret group i know you booked a lot of shows at secret group and stuff like that too warehouse live warehouse live um, yeah i tried to get in warehouse live i was unsuccessful <laughs> <laughs> And Apollo booked at U of H, which I thought was, that show was cool. That is pretty cool. At U of H, go Cougs. I forgot all of the places I've been with. Um, the traveling man. Um, like, cause like Angelica, I know she booked at like the bigger venues, and 
I was like super DIY, and I yeah. love going anywhere I can go. Like if I can get it, like if I can make it work, I would. You know, house shows, going to Galveston, doing JSW halls, outside venues, and then like besides the clinic, the clinic part was the wildest place to book a show. Um, I'm trying to think where else we've I've been like super like crazy. Like, all the places you booked are very punk, dude, because they're, like, very, you know, they're very small. Like, when you announced, like, No Sleep was going to be in Galveston, like, one of the little bedroom halls, I was like, dude, that's fucking punk as fuck, dude. Super DIY, yeah. Like, I like I like building things from the top. Like, yeah, the and then it, it was, it, it worked out great, you know? It was, it was really awesome. Um, are y'all going to continue to have No Sleep in Galveston, or are you looking somewhere else, or are you just, like, comfortable where it's at right now? I can't say much <laughs> hush, hush, about hush. that topic right now, um, just so that we don't put any spoilers out there. No spoilers. No uh, spoilers. So just stay tuned. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. So um, I want to ask you about um, one thing that I, I've noticed on your uh, YouTube channel. You have got a lot of pop figures. Like, what is what is what what is what the obsession? I mean, like, what got you started? I wouldn't consider it an obsession. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's more like a, a talent. A talent. <laughs> a, hobby. a hobby. A hobby. A very healthy hobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually kind of funny. We're both actually pop uh, collectors. Really? Yeah. None of, none of those are Angelica's, though. Those are all mine. <laughs> Mine's very small, though. It's not as big as his. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, I, it was just something I started before with my ex. Like, I would just start mm-hmm. collecting them with her. And then it was something that just, I don't know, I've never had a hobby before really on the side. And I never really, like, you know, bef- when I was in the music community, I never had a job for myself. So it was kind of like a reward to mm-hmm. myself, like a little, like, treat yourself, you know? I don't I don't buy as many as I used to because I, like, I used to buy, like, five or six a week. But now I probably buy, like, one, like, every month. Or, like, if I really like it, I'll buy it. Um, plus, I love them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean they're coming out with like different ones every month, and then they're always like exclusive ones for like Comic Cons and stuff like that. I, I know it's it's so it can become an, like an addiction because you're like, I want this one, I want that one. I have in a collection myself. Mm-hmm. It's very small. It started like when they first came out, but after a while, I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Now I have another. Uh, like hobby and it's 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 more i guess it's i collect vinyl and everybody knows like vinyls yeah it's that um luckily um how many do you have angelica i have have about uh i think 140 now 140 of just like new like actual music that's being put out like yeah, like and like on Discogs, there's an app online mm-hmm. or on your phone that you can put all your vinyls, and it tells you how much your vinyl collection is worth if you sold it, and like between two thousand to four thousand dollars. <laughs> Damn, and it's all new music, right? Yeah, like a bunch of. New Did you uh, sign up with like one of those um, subscriptions that like sends you one a month or no. something like that? No, you just, I just like buy them off at shows or whatever, like. And they're all like, are they all local or they're like, there's some local, some, you know, bands that I listen Mm -hmm. to now. Anytime I go to a show, I try to pick up one or five vinyls Um, (laughs) (laughs) or whenever, like today I bought two vinyls because Hail the Sun released Pal right in the kisser today, like exclusive Mm -hmm. vinyls. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna pick up two. 
That's cool. Of two variants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how it started for me is, well, my my brother collects them, and he is like, he picks up certain hobbies every couple of years. Like he was collecting um. Manga or manga? I forgot how you call. What do you call? I'm sorry. How do you manga? Manga. Manga. (laughs) Manga. Um, Manga. (laughs) Um, He was collecting. You know that. um, He was collecting. Like we were doing pop figures too. We stopped it for a while. Um, And then he started collecting vinyl. But like he would buy like the five dollar boxes, and it would just be like random like shit. And he did that for a while. His collection is a little bit bigger than mine. But like I said, how I got um how I got started is um I bought one, and it was like a country music artist. I I really like him. His name's up uh, Sturgill Simpson. It's pretty fucking cool. So I bought one, and then like my brother bought me um, Fallout Boys, Infinity on High, and um, Led Zeppelin Four. So I was like, okay, I like this. I like this feeling of these buying these musical disc. So I went to uh, Half Price Books. And I just started looking, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like this one. Oh, yeah, this is a classic. Oh, yeah, this is great. Oh, this is what? Boom, boom. And then, like, now I'm just like, fuck, when am I going to buy my next one? I just got a couple. I actually bought um, this box this lady was selling. She was selling, like, 70 vinyls. And she was like, well, I'm just selling as a lot. So she was like, 70 bucks. I was like, okay. So I bought it, and I looked at it. Found a couple of classics and a couple of gems and stuff like that. And then, like, the rest I tried to, like, see if I could sell to get some money. They're like, yeah, this is not garbage. I was like, boop, boom, in the dumpster. I was like, well, what can I do? You know, if they're not – because they were all moldy, too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and they were dirty. You know, some people are. They don't take care of their things. But some of the ones I did, I um, I bought, like, the vinyl cleaner, and I cleaned them and put them in, like, these anti-static covers and um now they sound good so i mean there's not that much dirt on them but i bought that and then um i got the new tame impala album if y'all don't if y'all oh, listen nice. to tame impala yeah <laughs> oh my god i d- i like um have y'all listened to it or you have for it, it took a while for me to um to get used to it because it was like okay i i liked him and paula well that's an understatement i love him and paula um, but it's like this new sound is kind of different. Um, the way I, I say it is like when you buy pants and um you're like, Oh yeah, I like these pants, they're nice. But they're still like you gotta like get into them. Break make break them in, you know, like break them in. That's the same thing with that album. I had to like break it in. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna listen to it a couple times, but I'm not gonna listen to it back to back. I'll listen to it one time here this week and then a time next week and this and that. So I just listened to it again this week. And yeah, I'm in love with it again. So you lost me at pants. Because <laughs> when I get pants, I hate it after like four days. Really? Yeah. Oh, like jants or pants? Pants. <laughs> so the way I got my uh, started my vinyl collection, I first uh, collected CDs, mm-hmm. and my CD collection was really big. And my sister went to Hot Topic when Hot Topic used to sell vinyls, and she comes back with one as a gift for me. And she's like, I bought you this. And it was a day to remember what separates me from you. Yeah, that okay, one. Okay, that one. Mm-hmm. That's the one she gifted me. And ever that was back in 2014. Is that the one with the CC or is that the... Um... No, it's the one with the dude on it. 
him. Like it opens like a, I mean, it's like a well inside. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one she bought me, and ever since then, I started collecting after that, and I started my collection from Hot Topic. Hot mm-hmm. Topic. I have most of my DGD ones from Hot Topic. Um, Sleeping with Sirens, you know the yeah, the, the, you know yeah, 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 yeah. The postcard before <laughs> CD stuff, I guess. I actually need to get some some dance camera dance stuff oh i have i'm excited for their new album that they're releasing and i was like they have like 10 different like versions of their vinyl ones oh, like clear like through and this stuff like that seven? yeah so like seven or ten or something like that they have like a whole set of different variants yeah i only bought one because <laughs> like, uh, let me limit myself because i know i can go crazy mm-hmm. yeah it, i already made like a list on like amazon of which ones i want and i'm like can i afford all these and in the back of my head, I was like, if you buy them little by little, you can. And I was like, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You treat yourself once <laughs> you're right. In a while to an like, like Pablo says, treat yourself. Treat yourself. I'm treating myself today. <laughs> oh, what did you treat yourself to? Um, I got uh, the uh, Juice World's last album on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got this jacket right here that you see. Oh, <laughs> nice. Very fancy. Yeah, because I lost my last jacket. Hoodie. hoodie. <laughs> Warm wear. <laughs> Warm yeah, so, I treated myself to two vinyls today. They don't sell vinyl at Hot Topic anymore, do they? I haven't been. No, not anymore. Motherfuckers. But they were <laughs> cheap too. I bet. I bought. I um, I bought the um, the four main albums from My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. Some girl was selling them. She was like. I don't want these anymore. They're in the plastic. I was like, "Bitch, I'll buy them." She's like, "I'm like, how much?" She's like, "Forty for for the whole thing." I was like, "You got a deal, partner?" I bought them, and I was like, oh. nice. so "Like, I put them on." I'm just like, "So much emo." Which one's your favorite vinyl? Like from from that one, or just like in like all of them? Out of all of your vinyls, and all of them. Um, of course, I think it'd have to be. Between Fallout Boys, Infinity on High, or um, what is the one that? Uh, um, Welcome to the Black Parade. It's between those two. Nice. Yes. And like that one, that uh, Infinity on High is my second favorite album from them. Um, my first one is Take This to Your Grave, which is it's a fucking punk classic, punk pop classic. I love it. It's hard to find it though because um, they only did like a limited release, so I'm like, I can't spend three hundred dollars on one. So um, I'm just gonna have to wait till like sometime. I don't know, but I'll buy from under the court tree. Anyways, um, I have another question for Mr. Doom here. So, what made you want to start a YouTube page? Was it just like so, random board just I always there's a list of there's a bucket list I have in high school that I want to do like a bunch of things I wanted to do at least once and when I gave up booking because I was planning on you know quitting a hundred percent I just felt a burst of creativity that I wanted to throw in you know somewhere you know and um with the YouTube channel I really you know, I that's something I always wanted to do. First off, you know, I always had a YouTube channel. It just I never utilized it the way I do now. Um, <laughs> 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 wow, Angelica. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, like so, like um, 
So I, I, you know, I was also going through a hard time because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at that point, and no sleep was about to end at that at that moment. So, you know, I just bought a camera. I bought um, a computer. You know, that was my treat myself. I bought all that stuff, you know, without a second thought. And then um, I started doing the YouTube channel. I still don't know where I want to go with it. Um, I'm getting more of a better idea now. Um, but it's been a lot more fun because it's been getting me out of my comfort zone a lot more. Because, like, I've never been comfortable in front of the camera or talking to, like, a mic. And it's just another way just to be creative, you know. I always wanted I always wanted to put something creative out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the same thing for me. Like, uh, like I said, I was in the music scene and my, like, I wanted to seriously, like, be that. I wanted to have a band. I wanted to do shows. I wanted to do all that. Well, when the dream ended for me, uh, it had been, like, two years, I think, after my last band. And I was kind of like, man, am I ever going to be in anything else? So I had thought about doing podcasts, but I was like, well, I don't think I can do it. So I started thinking about it and started thinking about it until um, last year's Comic Palooza. And I go every year and I went and I started talking to some people that I know. And I was like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And he's like, yeah, you should totally do it. That'd be fun. You know, this and that. We can, you know, this and that. And I was like, yeah. So I, I thought about it for months, a couple months. And then I just bought everything. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And um, like Pablo, I've never really been comfortable in front of a mic because I don't like hearing the sound of my own voice because I feel like I'm Same. fucking weird. I don't like hearing You know? <laughs> but um, after a while, I got used to it. And I'm like, fuck it. If I sound like shit, I sound like shit. But, um, yeah, it, it's kind of kept me busy and it's, it's made me happy. It kind of filled that void that I wanted, you know, like yeah. the music thing. But it's like, okay, well, I can fill it with this. But I can talk about the things I like, music, sports, whatever. And then I can have my friends, you know. And then, like, the whole name Inside the North Side, I had tried to find something that would capture from – capture – who I am, where I'm from, but also, like, not just single where, not single out where I am, but like mm. as a whole, the whole city, you know, um, you know, I talk about, I try to talk about local things. That's why I try to have so many people on here because it's like I want to have my friends that are local and they talk about stuff like that. Like I, that's why I wanted Pablo on here for for a while because he's in the music scene, he knows like local bands and stuff like that. So it's like, why not hook up with him? And, like, get this shit going, you know? And, like, I've always, like, been inspired by you, too. Because, I mean, like, you've done so much cool shit, dude. And it's like, damn, I want to be like Pablo when I grow up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, unless you want to go through the Blue George phase and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe not. But, um, yeah, dude. I, I, It's great that we're doing something like this. It's very local. It's community it's not it's building each other up you know it's not tearing each other down like some people do it's like i said we're part of a community no matter what um you're the music you're in the theater we're all part of one community we're all one city so you know yeah like you know bloom and doom like us two like that's one thing that we're really aiming for you know to have a community and not just community like unity about it you know because there there's always going to be fights there's always going to be disagreements there's always going to be clicks but like you know, Angelica and me are trying to close that gap so it's like as thin as we can, and you know, cause you know, we both we're both music nerds, 
And our goal is really just to like bring out the best in people and like just honestly have fun. Yeah, so that's I mean, really what it's all about. Yeah, every time I go to your shows, it's like everybody's like hugging on each other. Everybody knows everybody. It's it's a community, and that's what I like, you know. And um, that's what I'm trying to be a part of too. I mean, they have a podcast community, and right now it's just me. But um, I like to get like a part of different communities, you know, get in with everybody. So get everybody shit out there. Yeah, and I feel like the best way to show uh, the music community to come together is by example. And mm-hmm. for like me and Pablo, you know, people think like, oh, two promoters are against each other. But no, that was that was never the case with me um, when we were independent. Like I've always was a friend like to Pablo, like pushing him to still mm-hmm. book shows. And then now like look at us, we're together. we decided to come together and actually want to build something stronger than like what we could have done by ourselves because mm-hmm. i mean it, it's there's more you can do with two yeah yeah it's really, so, yeah. it's really crazy how much you can do with the two yeah it it's usually like okay yeah one guy but when you have the, the one two punch it it's always a knockout so yeah um speaking of shows um what shows are y'all excited for i know y'all have some shows coming <sighs> up Tell me a couple of the shows that you guys are. I know you're excited for all of them, yeah. but what's like the main ones that you're like, like jumping out of your shoes for? Um, so, Hotel Books. <laughs> I'm so excited because I've been listening to Cam's stuff since 2014. Mm-hmm. And I, I always tell myself when I'm really passionate about someone's music, I'm like, I'm going to book them one day. And. Now it's 2020 and it's happening. We're doing it. We're gonna book them. Dreams do come true. We're bringing them to Houston. That's awesome. Um, when is that show? That one is April 6th. April 6th. April 6th. By every. And uh, what venue is it going to be at? It will be at Secret Group. The Secret Group. (laughs) Um. Secret Group, yeah. And also, sorry, also (laughs) um, with Comrades, um, State Faults. Mm-hmm. Love Between Us is a uh, Houston local and um, Paperwolf. I've heard of Paperwolf. Yeah, they're really good. Really good band. See, um, I, like I'm, I, I'm like, I'm so out of the 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 scene. It's like I gotta start getting to know these bands. Yeah, come back. <laughs> no, I mean, if you got, I mean, I know y'all sent me invitations, but like, I'll totally go if y'all just like, hey, come on, come through. I'll come through. I'm always looking to go to shows, hang out with friends, make new friends. We're gonna out you if you don't. Please God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be outed. But no, dude. I mean I'll take up the offer. <laughs> I love going to shows. Um what else? What other shows you got? Um, you I know Pablo's excited for one of them. I don't really have like a it's just they're all exciting. They're all they're exciting. Really, they really are. Like there's not really one that sticks out the one more than me because every single one is like special in their own way mm-hmm. um i can't i can't you do can't, this you can't pick one you can't pick one okay <laughs> you're they're all good they're I all good list everybody that we have like we have a void coming out this sunday and then we have um we have keep flying cane hill hotel books dead culture and also uh we announced kaunashi i think that's everybody that we've announced so far oh and monuments yeah. too um so yeah, they're um, I'm I'm a big fan of everybody. Honestly. Yeah, they're all really like quality shows. Like we, it's really nice. Like we pick 
and it's it's hard because we get offered a lot of shows mm-hmm. now as we come together because you know when we were separated or doing our own thing he would get offered offered shows and I'd get offered shows and sometimes not the same shows and different shows so now that we're together it's kind of like double shows mm-hmm. and we want to kind of limit ourselves to what we can do take so it's really right yeah some things but picking the ones we pick like we you know know that we're we can like take them on well, that's cool yeah um like i said i'm excited for y'all guys i mean it's it's really come together you guys are like the one-two punch you guys are gonna like take over the shit like Aww. seriously <laughs> i mean i've seen people and i've seen i met promoter guys you know local people but they always end up giving up because it's like i can't do their shit no more i'm fucking tired of these mm. people and this and that but to see people that i know that are like they're living they, they're doing their dream it's awesome you know it's all i would ever want for people for my it, friends it definitely is hard you know especially when something's already been created mm-hmm. you know that was a struggle that i used to have as an independent promoter like Houston's such a big market that it was hard to get your foot in the door. Yeah, exactly. Know? And there was so much clicks back in the day. There was, you know, there was a lot of hate too as well. So, like first, you know, of course some shows would be, you know, there's multiple communities in Houston. So there's mm-hmm. another community could be thriving while another one's not thriving. And ours was thriving for a moment. And then it, it died off. Um, and then that's when it, the door opens for a new one to come in. And Angelica and I are young compared to the other promoters. And that also was hard for us to like break, you know, to break in, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think it just really takes, you know, time and also just keep just keep going. And now we finally broke through. That's awesome. Also, like tying into us being young, um, it's in the Houston community. People see us as like, oh, we're young, but like in other like like agents that work with us and, you know, even some venues. It's okay. She barks. Even some I'm venues, scared. <laughs> even some venues, they understand and see our passion for it. And, like, we're more in touch. They also see that we're more in touch with the music scene. Like, we're not only just booking shows to mm-hmm. book shows. We care about the people we book. We care about the local scene. We care about the bands, the local bands. Like, it's not just booking shows. No, yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. Um, let's take a quick break and we'll come back to this and we'll talk about some more things. So, all right. And we are back from our little break. Uh, right out the gate. Have y'all, y'all been to email night, right? Uh, we just went. Yes, we have. Um, I know you didn't go this past, um, went to Tuesday because I know you said you were sick. Yeah. Did you go? Yes. Oh, okay. I was there. It was fun. I was uh, I was in the pit. Oh, you were there? I go, like, religiously. <laughs> I try to. I used to. I got so tired of it. I was like, okay, that's enough. But I think <laughs> I've taken enough break. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy it just because I know so many people there. Just to see the homies. Yeah. Um, y'all know Secret Group has, like, their own little, like, email network, too, right? Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of lame. No, yeah. Be nice. Well, uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be nice, but I'm gonna be brutally honest. It's okay for what it is, but don't don't label it emo with you know with emo bands because it's all you play is just pop, 
it's like really which i, I mean I, I, i'm not judgmental about it because yeah. i like pop music but i want to hear like good shit i don't want to hear like m83 and then like some random band i've never heard of you know yeah. that's not that good but um Chiodos. Chiodos is good Chiodos. I love Hawthorne Heights. I went to their show in just August or September last year when they played <laughs> with Emery. Oh, nice. The 10 year. Yeah. Well, 15. 10, 15. Yeah. That's been like a childhood dream. Like, I wanted, like, when I first got into like emo music, it was Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy, and Hawthorne Heights. Like and that was like in their prime, like in '05. That was like when they were fucking beast, and it was like, this is gonna be the thing forever for me. I'm. This is not a phase, mom. <laughs> it was never a phase. Yeah, no, phase. this is my, this is really my thought, life. <laughs> she thought. But um, yeah, that my cousin. She um, she showed me Hawthorne Heights once, and I was like, I like this music. This is awesome. Cut my wrist and black my eyes. It's totally fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually paid attention to the lyrics when I first listened to them, like all like old school bands. Mm-hmm. Like Asking Alexandria, Suicide Silence, and Bring the Rise of the Press was I listened to. And I didn't think about the lyrics until like, later on. I was like, oh. Oh, damn. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's deep. Yeah. <laughs> the first bands I listened to were Alisana and A Skylar Drive. Ooh, A Skylar Drive. I remember them. Um, <laughs> I'm like yeah, she, I paused. I was like, she's looking for a funny status. That's oh, for a funny status. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I went to see um I seen Panic at the Disco three times, <coughs> and it was okay. I lost my voice all three times, but they were good. Um, I've seen Fall Out Boy once. That's when they came back from their like the little break, and that was at the Woodlands, and I was literally front and center. Wow. Yeah. Like, I was like, you up into the Woodlands Theater, right? I mean, the Woodlands. Yeah, the Cynthia Woods. I haven't. No, you haven't? I don't like big shows. They give me anxiety. (laughs) I don't blame you. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, like, I was on the right-hand side, like, where uh, Pete usually stands. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was, like, right there. I could, like, throw a pin at Pete. And, like. (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) I don't know. He might use it to write something, a song for me. I don't know. But, yeah, I was super close, and it was so fucking awesome. It was 21 Pilots when they first were, like, starting out. Mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco, and then, um, of course, Fall Out Boy. And then... That's a good lineup, actually. That's a, that's a great lineup. Another one that I went to was when Blink came. It was... Remember. Yeah, All American Rejects, The Day to Remember, and then it Blink-182. That's a fucking great show, too. So sad Tom's not in the band, though. But eh, whatever. It's cool. I mean. Only happy thoughts here. Only happy thoughts. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) Last time I was there, I saw Slipknot. Oh, that was last year, right? Yeah. I'm going this year. Nice. Is it Slipknot or Slipknot? Slipknot? Slipknot. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to go, but I didn't go. Um, But I'm going to this one. It's Under Oath. Day to Remember and oh, Slipknot. Yeah, that's that's going to be a fucking... We're actually probably going to go to Austin. Yeah, because Code Orange. Code Orange is on the lineup. I thought they were coming for this one, too. No, they're no, not. They're, they're not the Houston one. No? Oh. Are you sure? I, I, I <laughs> thought it was... Okay. Well, anyways. Anywho. 
Yeah, it's always weird. They never do four bands here sometimes. It's always like three. I don't know. That's that weird. High production stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they're probably like, fuck it. We'll just, y'all meet us up over here. Let's take a break. Um, I've been to Austin once for a show, and that was <coughs> last year, I think. Um, it was pretty cool. I'd never done anything like that before. I usually just come here, but it. What? It, you never travel? No, I don't. This is, this is my first show traveling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for that. I don't know. It, I had never. I have thought about doing something like that, mm. but I was like, Arr. it's always when they they don't put in Houston. You're like, man, I yeah. have to see this. Yeah, like, um, who's coming? I think it's Alkaline Trio and Bad Religion are are touring, but they're going to be in Austin. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> and it's on April Fool's Day. I was like, I don't want to go and then be like, huh, it's a big joke. Oh my god, that would suck. <laughs> It's like, oh, that would be that would be April horrible. April Fools, there's no show. <laughs> April Fools is a coronavirus. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> joking, joking. I'm scared. I'm scared too, but not really. Um, but yeah, that was my first time traveling for a show. It was pretty cool. And then of course I checked out the local stuff. You know, um, went to Barbarella over there. Nice. Yeah. Have you have y'all been to the one over there? No. It's it's way smaller. I have, yeah, it's very small. Yeah. It's uh, like you go in and then like there's the bar and then you turn to your right and like there's the like dance floor and you're like super slow. <laughs> I don't really like that little area right there cuz like No, man, me neither. They're, they're rough out there with hobos out there. Like, you yeah. know, like there was one hobo that stopped me and I will never forget that man. Like um I was helping out somebody carry something, and then this man came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you have any? Do you have any money?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I don't have any change." And then he was like, "Oh, I didn't ask for change. I asked <laughs> for money. Like, you got twenty dollar bills, you got hundred dollar bills." And I was like, "What?" And then like he he was in a wheelchair, and then he like got off his wheelchair and like got on the floor in the middle of the street just to block cars. So and then someone came up to him and was like, "Hey, are you okay?" And he's like, "You got a hundred dollar bill." I was like, "Wow, Damn. this guy, this guy, this dude's <laughs> pimping out there. He's yeah. pimping." <laughs> Damn, I run me over. He was, <laughs> he was like, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm about to do a miracle and get out of the wheelchair and lay on the floor. Wow. Um, no, dude, I've had that same experience when I went to South by Southwest like two years you ago. Met wheelchair guy? No, no, wheelchair guy. <laughs> but I met this one guy. He came up to me and I panicked and like I kind of started speaking like funny like Spanish. And he's like, Oh, okay, never mind. And they looked at me and I was like, It works all the time. Because they never understand, nice. except one person, and he started speaking. I was like, "Fuck, how do I get out of here?" And then, like, I that's when you say Jewish, that, That's when you say du- <laughs> that's when you say Jewish day or nani. <laughs> what? <laughs> nani? Uh, nani means what? What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of know a little bit, not really, but um, yeah, I was like, I was challenged that day, and I was like, "Fuck, never again." Maybe when someone, it's a white person, I don't know. Maybe. So, at Barbara's this Tuesday for you and I, I had a bad experience with the hobo. And Is it the, um, I'm sorry, the ones that are on the street or the street ones? Parking, the yeah. street parking hobos? The ones that flashlights at you and you're like, park here. So, I was like, all right, like I'll park that. there, whatever. Uh-huh. And I get off and he's asking for money and I just keep walking because I'm by myself. I'm like, okay, ignore him, ignore him. And then, you know, he starts cussing or saying things. I come back to my car and my window's busted. What? Yeah. 
It oh, sucked. Shit. I was like, cool. Great. Did you park like right in front of the building? I parked like so where Barbarella's is at, kind of mm-hmm. like behind it on the street. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, people drive. You could see my car. Yeah. But he hit the driver's side and I was parked. That The driver's side was by the sidewalk. And it, it was like hit in the very bottom corner. Like the glass was still on, but shattered. Oh, okay. And you could tell like maybe he was like probably like bending down and like hit it to where no one could see him. Oh, but shit. it sucked. And I, I, I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, you got to be careful of those people. Uh, I try to park inside. That's why I get there so early. But usually I'll park like right on that street, right on um, Mickle uh, Henry, whatever it's called. I'm sorry. But um, I try to park there. And then they ask for money. And I'm like, I don't got any money, bro. I'm sorry. It's like, oh, okay, big man. Just come back when you, when you got money. I, they, they're gone by the time I come back. So. Yeah. This but... Yeah, you can't you can't trust those people. I'm parking in the garage. Yeah, I'm either in the garage table. or like parking like in the in that little spot. So because never on the street again. I learned no. lesson. I've gotten tickets on the street. And I'm like, nope, never mind. I'm doing that again. Um, that happened to um to Jenna. Her and her boyfriend they had parked like on the other side of me, mm-hmm. and like this dude was like asking for like beer and for money, and uh, her boyfriend's like, I don't got any beer, and he's like. Shh, with the beer can <laughs> he's like this is my only beer he's like come on man and he's like you don't got no money he's like no i use it for this beer he's like you slick motherfucker and he walked off i was like damn man those people are crazy i try not to deal with them yeah i don't want to deal with them because they you don't know what they're on you don't know what they're capable of capable of and then like they could like bust in your window, like you know, and then like, take your shit. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm not dealing with those people. Well, uh, when they happen in those situations, I don't, I really like, like you know, judge them at all like that. Mm-hmm. Because like, I just kind of like try to brush, like not brush it off, but like you know, I'm always straight up, you know, because like I'm broke too, honestly. <laughs> <And I don't, laughs> That's why I'm coming I don't, here. <laughs> I don't carry any change with me. I don't carry any cash, coins, anything like that. I just have my card. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm legit telling the truth. <laughs> I'm surprised none of them was like, I got, I got a. I got a square. <laughs> At that point, I would be speechless. The game has been changed with the square. Um, yeah, that's. I'm like, dude, I don't got no money either, dude. I'm broke. Then why are you coming to the club? Because it's the only thing that's free. <laughs> After, uh, I mean, before uh, before ten o'clock. So, I try to get there early. I always get the pins, the little buttons. Nice. I I've collect those things, one. dude. I've never got one. So dude, I have. So, I have at least forty. Forty. Can I have one? <laughs> I think I have a double one. I can let you have. No wait, no me. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, no, yeah, I've been collecting them for a while. I think I went in sixteen, and they were given like the small, small ones when they first started. Now they got all fancy and they got the nice ones with the little um, pictures and all that. I want a pin. Me too. I guess like, I have some <laughs> double ones. I think I'm gonna let y'all have. Yeah, I only got one, and I lost. And it was like after Hurricane Harvey, I think. Oh. I'll let y'all look through my like box. Like town till I drown, kind of. I'm just kidding. I, I think I, ha- like I think I have one that says that. Really? I think so. I don't know. I have a lot of Halloween ones. Yeah, didn't they make one like that? I, I think they did. I'm gonna have to look. I have one. I have some on my jacket, and I have some in a box. We'll look through. I'll let y'all have one. Part of the uh, part of the guess of the shows. So, um. So we talked about emo night. I enjoy the music. Sometimes the DJ is kind of whack. 
Like he'll play the good shit like before everybody gets there, and then once everybody gets there, it's like, what do you play now? I don't know. Uh, I liked it when they played uh, Second Sucks by A Day to Remember. That, that was, f- I was like, oh shit, it's about to get down. They played a really good DVD song this last time around. Which one did they play? I think that might have been after I left. Uh, what time did you leave? I left like at like 11.30. Oh, that's so early. Well, I usually stay, well, I go to work at like 5 o'clock in the morning. So, I try to leave there at 12. So I can come here, take a nap. I get up at 3.30 and then I get ready and I go to work. So I don't want to be like totally dead at work because I, I drive for work for, for, for a living. So I'm like, I don't want to be like half asleep and like, you know, while I'm driving. So, um, yeah, I left early this time. I usually don't, but I, I left a little bit early. So um, but what, which one were they playing? Um, let me see it in my head real quick. <laughs> was it some of the older ones? Or no, was it was a, a new one? song from Artificial Selection. Um, uh, I literally remember the Midnight Bright Cafe. That's a pretty good one. No, it wasn't that one. It's going to come to me. Well, I have this album here, I think. I've seen them too. I've seen them like three times. Uh, when they came for where the warehouse to play Mothership, oh, I've seen yeah. them. They did the whole album, and then I seen them when they came with Under Oath. That was pretty cool. At White Oak. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I went to I think San Antonio for VIP because mm-hmm. they had an exclusive instrumental artificial selection vinyl for VIP package, so I bought it. Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that one. Uh, so we got Son of Robot. Midnight Crusade, Suspend in this Disaster, Care, Count Basie, Flash, The Rattler. There's I feel like none of those. Which one? I feel like it's none of those. None of those? I Wait, like it was betrayed by the game. It was from Mothership. Oh, Mothership. Oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great song. Wait, but Yeah, yeah, it was on. Yeah, it's on Mothership. It was on that album. That song, that's yeah, a great fucking I love that album because like the beginning that little guitar thing, yeah that's I really remember hearing <laughs> um <laughs> it's funny how I got into them um I think it was Battle Mountain 2 and like I only liked one song and I was like I don't want to listen to the whole album like when when I started doing that I didn't listen to full albums at the time I kind of like just fucked around I listened to one I was like eh whatever until like I think like a year after or a year and a half, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna listen to the album," and like it fucking blew my mind. And I was like, "Fuck, what have I been missing? What the fuck? Why am I not listening to full albums anymore?" So like I totally got into them. I don't have their first album, which I'm, I probably should find, but I have everything up to the uh, the, the newest one that they had, which I guess is artificial selection that one. And then I'm ready for the new one that they have. So that's going to be a fucking good show. So excited for that one. I can't go to the show because it's sold out. Yeah. I work at Warehouse and I got tickets, but we're not even going to go either. Really? We're actually going to see them in Dallas. Oh. Because we want to see another band in Dallas that plays Mm -hmm. the same thing. DGD plays in Houston. So we're going to go to Dallas to go see DGD there and then go to the other show. Who's the band y'all going to go see? Um, On the Friday. Oh, the thing. We're going to see Fiddlehead and Gulch. 
Hardcore. I've never. Yeah. Fiddlehead. You love Fiddlehead. 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 I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, well, we can't play their music because I'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I hope I don't get no hate on this, but like, they're close to like the style of like almost like Angel Dust, where they're like, not like turnstile, but that's the crowd that they attract, mm-hmm. you know? So like, like Angel Dust, like Angel, I don't basement. know if you listen to Angel Dust. Yeah, like, I have, yeah. I have one of their albums. Yeah, Basement, yeah, they're similar to those kind of groups. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay, cool, nice. Um, like, um, I don't know. Sorry. I blow blanks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I blow blanks? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> blow up a light bulb. Blow up a light bulb? That's what I heard. Sometimes that happens in my brain. Um, any um, bands y'all uh, discovered that are not local? Like something you found like on Spotify or something like that that you're like really into now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... Spotify. You mean like like discover solely from Spotify? Well, I mean not just on Spotify. For like you can use like YouTube or like Amazon Music. Like like a band like you found that you're like oh shit this is pretty good. I'm gonna dive deep into their discography. Um, it's kind of funny. Like back then when I when I was like when I started for booking shows, that's what happened a lot. Like some bands I would jam before I even booked them, and then like I was like man this would be amazing, and I got the offer later on. I was like oh, and one of those was Belmont. Belmont that um, overstepping that that was they went viral like a million views wow and that's how I found them and I love them I love that band and yeah and then right now though like I I, I jam a lot on Spotify mm-hmm. I've been going towards my hip hop and R and B right now like the one I discovered on Spotify is the kid Leroy and he's blowing up Kid Leroy yeah okay. he's probably gonna hit mainstream soon hmm. and you know, he's a kid from Australia and he's really really good. Ah, oh, okay, from down under. Okay, yeah. and also changing Cleo. That's also not like a shout out. He, I, I discovered him solely on Spotify, and I actually reached out to him, and he also lives from Australia. And I was like, hey, like if you ever want to show, you know, you in, can H- hit me in up. Houston, come and hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's cool. Oh, you're going through your Spotify too? Yeah. <laughs> she just looks solely. She's just like, I gotta find somebody interesting. <laughs> I haven't discovered anyone that Spotify. I'm listening to lately. No, I have discovered them. Through Spotify, but lately, hmm. no, not so lately. Gotta fix that. Hit matches. Um, <laughs> I've kind of there's this website I go to, and like you can download like full albums of like LimeWire. That's not LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire is gone, dude. <laughs> it's the coronavirus. Ooh, no God, no. Um. I forgot what it's called. It's like MP3 something. I forgot. People still download music. I still download music. I'm I'm one of the old ones that still downloads music. Boomer. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, I remember LimeWire and like FrostWire. Me and my cousin were talking about it. He was like, "Do you remember when we did that to our computers?" And I was like, "Good time, good time." I actually discovered a band by downloading the wrong band. Really? Through I've done that so too. I was trying to download a Mice and Men. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally downloaded Imperial Cave, and that's how I loved Imperial Cave. Right? <laughs> it's like, fuck you, I I'm found like, somebody what is better. This? this is a buy cement. I'm like, wait, this shit's so good. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. I think mostly on LimeWire when I was there, 
I mostly like downloaded covers. Like when like ET, uh, Katy Perry came out. I forgot what band it was. I don't know if that was Everyone Dies in Utah. I don't think. so. Yes, it is. Everyone dies. No, in Utah. they had their own cover, but there's another band. There's I, another band. That yeah, did. another version, and that was the version I loved. And um, also when uh, Soldier Boy cranked that by uh, Set My Friends on Fire. I still like <laughs> <it> on fire. <laughs> so and then Miss May I Swing. So all those. Oh, like, yeah. That's when I was like that. W- and then Alfano. No, that's when I used to jam Alfano. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Dude, my LimeWire was really weird. It was like deathcore and like super techno-y back then. It was like Job for a Cowboy, Texas in July, and then it was like Millionaires and yeah, Attack of Millionaires? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I, I haven't heard that name in so long. <laughs> and like the Medic Droid and stuff. And like I had no in-between. I think the in-between was Dance, Kevin Dance. FBI but, fire, like damn, two different genres at the same time. Um, yeah, I haven't heard the millionaires in a long ass time. That's been like um ten years for me. Um, there's this one girl I was talking to and this is when uh MySpace was still booming. Um she had that as her booming and she had that as one of her songs. And I was like, Who is this? Who are the millionaires? And I was like, well, one of the songs is kinda catchy. I was like, Okay. So I downloaded it and then like some odd year later, like Kesha comes out and sounds the same, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool, you know. Um, they actually did like a video of like um, uh, this guy his he, uh, his YouTube channel is called the Punk Rock MBA or something like that, mm-hmm. and he um like talks about like certain genres and stuff like that, and he had brought them up, and he was like, um, yeah, the Millionaires they were kind of like they weren't take they were taken as a joke, and they took themselves as a joke, but like. They kind of let the way for like certain artists and groups that like came out like now, so it um an article was like they uh, crawled to make Kesha walk or something. I forgot what it was called. I'm sorry, but I was yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm bad at remembering shit, but yeah, LimeWire and FrostWire. Oh my god, I got in trouble so many times for downloading stuff. Like how did why is there a vi- I don't know I'm watching porn no I'm downloading Lincoln Park what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's where I have all my music that's on my computer is the result from all that I still have all that and like I find different ways to download music and all that too but yeah I still download music I stream and I download and I buy and still I I do it all I'm old <laughs> I not really buy vinyls and CDs. I used to buy CDs, but then, like, they started scratch. Like, I just bought them solely just to put them in my computer. That's I just it. trapped the band in my room and let them play over and over and over. <laughs> like, that long pause. <laughs> He's not joking. Yeah, not joking. not joking. He already said he wants to get me a box to just keep me in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a different case. That's to protect Houston. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> Um, I think another band I discovered like out of nowhere was Brockhampton. Like my brother showed me them like hey. two days later, <laughs> and I'm like, "Who is this?" But it's funny because I discovered them at Barbarella in Austin, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Who the fuck is this band?" It's like this band's going off the chart, and like I started like looking into them, and I'm like, "Oh, they're from San Marcos," but some of the people are from Houston too. So it's like, "Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. pretty fucking no, cool." Yeah, and they all do that. They all go to L.A. Um, 
and then like I downloaded like this um, iTunes Essential or something like that of their albums. So it's like all their songs, all their made ones, and um, I have a couple favorite of mine. Uh, I think it's 1999. <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> that's like that's a fucking great song. I heard it and I was like, oh my god, why does this sound so familiar? But it's not. <laughs> You mean Wildfire, like 1999 Wildfire? Yeah. That one, I got it stuck in Angelica's head. <laughs> How? I, I, it does I get stuck. I, I, I sing it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one that sounds like Outcast? She said it sounded like Outcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's, she's not she's, she's not wrong, but I, I was like. She's got a point. It does. <laughs> no, it does. Because I was like, okay, I can see the influences in there. Yeah, no one sure. will ever touch Outcast. No, for real. But yeah, I mean, you can hear the influence. Like, yeah, you can hear the influence. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then, like, um, I got their new album that came out. I think it's called Ginger. Yes. I have Ginger. Yes. <laughs> the one song that's been stuck in my head is Sugar. Sugar's been stuck in my head. I'm like. Yes. <laughs> that's a that's a great song. It's a very beautiful song. I think, what else is on there? Like, actually, like, isn't also, they have Boy Bye. That one was a good one, too. Yeah, uh, Boy Bye is a good one. Boy by Ginger. Ginger's good and Love Me for Life. And then uh Victor Roberts. Those are my, those are my jams right there. I like No Halo. I also jam yeah, I also jam No Halo too. Fucking great band. Dude. Angelica doesn't know them. You should. I mean I will. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, no, I have been listening to them ever since he got them stuck in my head. <laughs> They're great. They're great. Um I haven't I think they toured once here, twice, I don't know. They were here recently. They were? Yeah. I forgot when they came. But it was, it was recent. So recent? Yeah, so we're not going to see them for a while. Sad face. Yeah, sad Unless face. Bloom and Doom bring them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You never know. You never know. You never fucking that know. That is one of the band. That's one of our group. That's a group that we have as a goal. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to just book rock and roll, you know. We want you want to book. Ev- you want to yeah. get your foot into everything. Yeah. Um. That's funny because the group that I was in, we were like, uh, like a mix between Bon Jovi, um, Santana, and somebody else, and like, the music was good, but the lead singer was trash. I'm sorry. Uh, he's probably listening, but it's fucking garbage. I'm sorry. I'm hurt. It it I I how do I describe it without like not it just didn't probably match very well that time it you know it didn't and the the sad thing is that he has two albums under his belt before that one that we uh, recorded and it's not that great I don't like tearing people down but mm-hmm. hey it's not great it's not great I'm kind of the same way but I don't talk too much about like I keep it to myself. Usually yeah. I have to like say it. We're actually on <laughs> the album is on Spotify too, too. And I was like, but there's no credits to my name. I recorded <laughs> some of these parts. Um, but yeah, we were supposed to play with Vox Voses. Oh, rip. They're gone. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. They um booked some show in Alvin once. Oh. It was them and somebody else, and us. And like they canceled like the day before, and I was like, "Oh, I was looking forward to that show." Sad face. Yeah. Sad face. Sad face. That sucks that they disbanded. They're great. I've seen them like a couple times, and then I see Zach at at um at emo night. Yeah, 
Isn't that part of Romeo Fox's? He was drumming for them for like what? He was doing the tour, right? Yeah, but I think he's actually a member now. Oh, nice. He fits well. No way, I don't think he is actually. I haven't seen the promos. Oh. He does. He does. Play I think. I think he was doing like their tour. I think he was just like filling in for them. But if he is a full member, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Is he mentioning? Uh, <laughs> He's thinking in his head. No, I'm actually not seeing that. Um, you said you had a question. Somebody, somebody, somebody said a question. So, uh, what's what's this question? Who's the question so for? We got a question from a fan. A fan. A fan. A fan. Mitchy Mac. Oh, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. His question is, "Why y'all so cute?" And the answer is, "No, you." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mitch is a good guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He doesn't like when you poke his belly button. He doesn't. Okay, I don't go that far. So. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, he invited me to one of his uh, his birthday party he had last year. Oh yeah. It was pretty fun. They uh, when I got there, it was kind of awkward because they were all playing Super Smash Brothers. How was that awkward? <laughs> because it was like they all just huddled around the TV, and like I'm the only Hispanic person there. And the TV is like 32 inches. <laughs> yeah. No, they had two. No, they had a big TV. And then they had a small one on the side, and they're all just like hunched in. And Mitch is like, "You don't want to play?" And they're like, "You sure you don't want to play?" And I'm like, "No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm just drinking my beer here, you know." And then some friends of mine um, from his other band, they came, and we, it, everything got better. And then they all left. And I was like, "Where did all this uh, uh, Smash people go?" You're like, "Oh, they left. They just played Smash and leave." I was like, "Hmm, weird. They didn't even stay for the party. The party was fun though." <sighs> Anywho, uh, so why are we so cute? Why are we so cute? I don't know. I don't know, Papa. Why don't you ask that question? I mean, you can ask for yourself. If you want to. What's your answer? Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Doom. Doctor Doom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm leaving at that as. That's all? I guess we can answer for all three of us. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he said no uh so how's work pablo i know you, you still work at the same place i don't know if i can talk about my work <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll, we'll leave the uh the the i i mean you know. it's pretty fun i've been there for almost two years um um so i, I think well i think actually everyone already knows but i do work at rooms to go in the day um and i've been to almost every single location um, it's been fun because like it's actually the first job where I actually enjoy. It's um because other jobs before that would last like maybe like six months max, mm-hmm. and this is like the first job I actually passed a year, and I'm almost a two years, and that's because like there's people there that actually like care genuinely about me, and I make good friends at Rooms to Go. It's like a little Rooms to Go furniture scene, you know, knowing that all the stores because you know they used to send me to all the stores, and um, so it's really cool. Um. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Maybe it'll just be Bloom and Doom later on. But right now, yeah, I'm working rooms to go. Bloom and Doom to go. <laughs> <laughs> they have um, any of your coworkers go to any of your shows? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, when I was in my old band, um, 
I invited them to come out, and they were good sports about it. Uh, of course, you know, they've never listened to that music or anything like that. They came out to my show with Old Wounds and Sea Space Cowboy. I didn't, I didn't book it. I was just playing it. And they came out and see me like make a like a mess on the floor on the stage, <laughs> on the floor too. and on the floor because I, I I have a habit as a vocalist when I perform to get on the floor for some reason. And roll, roll, yeah, I roll. I know somebody else that does that. He gets on the floor. Um, Mark of um, Rogues uh, Rogues Among Us. Have you heard oh, of him? Mark. Yeah, Mark. He gets on the floor. Yeah, he got on the floor last one of the shows I went to. He. Got off the stage and just was I forgot what song he was doing, but he was just started talking and then he sits down and he starts laying down and I'm like, that's, you good? that's yeah. punk, bro. That's so punk. I need to go to a Rogue Among Us show now, dude. They're they're <laughs> they're great. It's they a great show. Good. I know that. And Mark's cool too. Yeah, Mark's a really good guy. I actually tried to do a show with him when I was in that band I was in, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, we can do a show. Well, we're booked right now, but um." Let us know. We'll, we'll we'll do a show with you. So I was like, okay, cool. It never happened because the band disbanded. So I was like, well, okay, whatever. That's um, cool. So sad face. Emo. Super Mus- sad Emo face. music playing in the background. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. What else do you guys want to talk about? Any questions for me? Yes. What's <laughs> the answer for you? Um, I guess right now just like I guess about like Bloom and Doom. I guess like right now just it is wild. Like our first show hasn't even started yet. It's actually happening. Well, when this podcast is out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's gonna start this crazy journey. It we've been Bloom and Doom's been around for one month. And it literally feels like it's been a year already. Just with the amount of work that's been put into it. It's a year's amount of work, yeah. Yeah, like, because, like, I could probably speak for both of us that when we're individual, like, sometimes we slack. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets overwhelming or sometimes you don't really have someone there to, like, motivate you to go, you know, to go harder. And now that we have each other, that's something else that we think about now. We're like, okay, you know, we got to get this done. We got to get that done. And then we got agents now that are more, like, fast-paced. Like, they mm-hmm. got to get stuff together, like, real quick. And if you don't get it together real quick, you lose that show. It goes to someone else. And mm-hmm. that's what's making us, like, be on top of the ball. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, you know, I know a lot of people have probably seen us right now pump up, like, the shows out like nothing. I know people have mentioned it. Like, not like they're insulting us, but, like, they congratulate us. But they, it's a lot of work to get those shows going. Yeah. And they're coming out beautiful, though. Like, they're coming out, they're all... And there are pieces. They're all Mona Lisa's, in my my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Y'all have each other to bring bring each other up. If one of y'all goes down, actually, yes, we hold each other accountable. But also, if like someone wants to take a break, I don't mind like doing a little more that day. Like mm-hmm. we can do that. Like you know, because everyone has you know bad days or days they don't want to do anything, and it's okay. Like we're both understanding on that too. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. There's some days where, like, I don't feel like doing the show either. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just I'll continue next week. And everybody can listen to my old shit anyways. But um, I, I'm trying. I wanted somebody to find somebody like that for my show. I wanted, like, a second co-host. Mm-hmm. But nobody really wanted to do it. They say they wanted to, but they never, like, put their money where their mouth was. Yeah, it takes a while to find somebody. Yeah, you know, just passion is too. So that's why I kind of like stuck to myself. 
And that's why I decided to like, well, if I can't find a co-host, I'll just have people come in and, and fill that spot. So um, I've had a few couple people already and I enjoy it. I like having fun and like with people that I know and I like having conversations. Um, some of the conversations I've had have lasted for like hours. Like one of my shows was like almost four hours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we were just like talking about like random shit and um he came back again and um he brought uh, another friend of his it's a friend my friend edwin and um we talked for a while on that show too it was like three and a half hours so um i really like i said i really enjoy having friends on my show because mm-hmm. it makes it i enjoy it it makes it fun it's not just me it talking, does. you know, Yeah. and it's like you bouncing off of somebody and it's not me just talking to a random chair and like throwing my opinions out there like it's talk radio at 12 o'clock in the morning. That is definitely relatable on the YouTube channel. It is so difficult to talk in that room by myself. <laughs> you know, like a lot of people see the camera and they're like, oh, Pablo's talking. But like, no, like it was you're just literally staring into your wall going like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can see me, but I can't see you. Yeah, that's why I'm really happy when I have my guests. And, mm-hmm. You know, I have Angelico, so you know it's really fun to have someone to bounce off of that now. Yeah, because you always need like a companion with you sometimes. But like I said, I got used to being by myself. So I mean, I'm I've been like that. That's kind of one of my, I guess, personalities. I'm kind of like a lone wolf sometimes. But then I'm like, no, I need somebody with me. And it's like, no, fuck it, I can do it myself. But no, I want somebody with me. So with this podcast, it's kind of like that. You know, I, I want to do it by myself. But then it's like, no, I want people with on my show because I like connecting with people, even if it's just random people. I've had one person actually message me. He's like, I want to be on your show. But he never showed up, which sucks because um, and I know you probably dealt with this before when somebody comes to you and like says, hey, man, can you can you try to get me in a show? And then you like confirm with them and you keep telling them, hey, are you serious about this? Are you serious about this? You really want to do this? And then they tell you <laughs> yes. And then when the time comes, they're like, oh, we can't do it. And you're like looking like a big dummy and upset. You the, know? the biggest like, uh oh, I've ever had. I'm not going to throw this band under the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> but like that was a band who hit me up. And usually when bands hit me up to ask to jump on a show or play No Sleep. They're ready to go. You know, they've already talked to their bandmates or they've somewhat, you know, got an idea of they can even do it to begin with. Um, and this guy hit me up and he wanted to hit play No Sleep. No Sleep's dates were already announced, so he knew what it was. And it was like five months in advance. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll give you a chance. Like, okay, if you're ready to confirm, you know, I can put you on the first day. And then he told me like, oh, we're all busy that day. And then I was like, okay, can you do the second thing? Oh, no, we're all out of town that day. And I was like, what? what? Yeah. I, <laughs> it just like they just shit on the whole thing. And it's like, don't come to me when you want to do something, but then like, oh, we can't do it. It Don't come to me. Don't do it. Don't do it at all. Because it's, it's really annoying, you know? Yeah, we don't. We have we don't get that as often anymore, you know. Like I know, like a lot of bands used to flake here and there. And it happens, you know. Sometimes it's legit reasons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, legit, but there's some that are just like, I know, I do understand. There's some mm-hmm. artists that are not serious from the beginning. They confirm and then they don't promote. They don't do anything, and then they just 
not like really drop. They just kind of like even fall off mm-hmm. the edge of the earth. The earth. They like fall they're out. gone. They're getting married. They're out of town. They're sick all in that one day. <laughs> that's like damn, bro. All in that one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I. That's one thing that does bother me when I do these shows and I, I bring people on. They don't promote. Promoting is the biggest thing for me. I mean, even when I was in, in these several bands that I've been in, I've always been the one that promote. I was the one that took care of social media. I was the one that tried to find mm-hmm. shows. I was the one that tried to hook up with other bands to jump on their shows. And the band members never did anything. It was just me. And it got really annoying. And it really got, like, depressing a little while, a little bit. Because it's like, I thought we were a band. Why am I doing this on my own? It can kill the passion when, you know, you're in a group and not everyone's putting the same effort as you. You know, it. That probably takes a lot of joy out of it, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> that's, that's why I'm glad I have Angelica because, like, mm-hmm. now I don't really have that issue. You know, but I've worked with people before, you know, that probably don't pull their weight as much or I, you know, didn't know how to delegate very well or work well with people. Um, and, you know, that will kill the fun, you know, that makes things not fun anymore. Yeah, because um, one of the bands, I think... I got fed up and like when I get fed up, I get fed up. I get in a mood. You turn green too. I turn green. Get I big? get I get mad, dude. Oh, yes. And I get it. I get I get Tell really annoying. <laughs> I get really annoying. I start like bitch fitting and shit like that. So one time, um, in this band, I'm not gonna talk about them because they they were following me on one of my um platforms, but I got rid of that platform, so they don't follow me more, so they can't hear me talk shit about them. But uh, I think I got fed up because they weren't promoting and I, I blew up on them and the guy was like I was so close to like kicking you out of the band, but I didn't I was like we should have done it bitch <laughs> It's like obviously y'all don't do nothing. You don't appreciate me trying to get shows for y'all so After a while they did end up kicking me out of the band, but like I kind of already knew so um But yeah, dude, it does kill the passion because it's like you you join a group and you're like, okay, yeah, I'll take care of social media. Y'all guys are It's busy. like a school project. Yeah, it's pretty much like a school project. The shows are like when you were like presenting to the class. Like, this is what we did for three weeks. <laughs> for two months. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that I don't have like that problem. You know, because it's like nobody can kill my fun now. I can just do this whenever I want. And I'm excited. I enjoy doing this. But I do miss being in the, the music scene. That's that's my passion. Well, if you really push, you know, the time will come. You yeah. Know, sometimes you have to step away to come back. That's what my mom always told me. I never thought I would come back to the music scene. You know, like my mom was like, you know, sometimes if something's really meant to be, you know, you let it go and it comes back, it's yours, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you have to fail to understand exactly what you're going to do and how you're going to go about it and if you deserve it. Yeah. And, you know, now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And it be- uh, bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see about that. I've had talks yeah, with. we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I've had talks with friends and like he's like, Hey dude, we should do a band and I'm like, Don't 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 do that to me. Don't break my heart again because I've been through this so many times. Um for a while I kinda went solo. I did like my own little recordings. Mm-hmm. But I was like, These are garbage. I'm never gonna use these until like um 
Oh, she heard my um, the intro song. I did that actually, and uh, that was something that I had did, but then just left it, and I was like, I'm never gonna use this. And um, I had to find a way to get rid of the music that I was using for my older episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to find something that's me, something that reflects like the show and this and that. So I started looking at some of my old stuff I recorded, and I found this one. And it was pretty much already kind of done. So I went back and re-recorded some parts and stuff like that. And I was like, this is good enough. I think it'll be good for the show. So now it's like the official song, you know. And um, I kind of want to get back into recording again. But it, some of my, my – I'm so busy with this and work. It's like maybe music is something that can be on hold for a while. I don't know. Like you said, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Maybe this is something different. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I'm really excited because um, Comic Palooza has, like, this podcast program. And I've been talking about it for a while. I um I signed up to be a part of it. And, um, yeah, I hope they pick me so I can be a part of Comic Palooza. Because, like, one of my passions is comics you know i like superheroes i like movies i like stuff like that and i've been going to comic palooza for like five years not straight i missed one but fake <laughs> poser <laughs> boomer that's what she... <laughs> i didn't finish it <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna finish it but um but yeah, I hope they pick me because, like I said, I have huge ideas for the show. I'm hoping to, if I get to pick it up, I'm hoping to like interview like celebrities and stuff like that because they usually have like celebrities at the show. We already have one right now. The biggest one right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's me. It's either. Don't listen to my partner over there. That's Little Boom. <laughs> little Boom. Little Boom. Big Bloom, Little Boom. Big Bloom, Little Boom. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is there tension? I'm no. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this is Robin. She's walking out of this home. <laughs> She's like, wait. I'm actually Ubering. Uh oh. <laughs> Call the pizza guy. He's like, can you take me over here? <laughs> but no, yeah. I have uh, I have ideas. I have ideas for my show, too, even if I don't get picked up. Uh, like I said, we're going to do stickers and. Um, like business cards, I guess, nice. and just like stick them everywhere. Go to Neil's and like stick them in the bathroom. That's where we just went. Oh, y'all went to Neil's yesterday. Neil's? Is that your first time going? No, there? shut up, Pablo. I already know what you're gonna say. I kicked her butt uh, at Pokemon. Uh oh. <laughs> it was dumb. It was unfair, honestly. It was. It really was, and he knows it. How we have to go to court? Because on this. if your speed is faster than mine, why would I go first? I'm done. That game was rigged. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been you believe, rigged. You didn't believe in the Harley cards. It's not Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Was that your first time but going I to Neil's? Wait, what? Was that your first time oh, going wow. to Neil's? Oh no. That really? Was that was your first, first time? time? Yeah. I, was <laughs> I oh. just got off work at Warehouse Live, and mm-hmm. uh, we went. There was a show going on that I didn't want to get to since he works for there while she sleeps. And then when um, we were about to leave, but I was like, you know what? Let's go to Neil's because um, Neil's is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, comics yeah, I like and it. stuff. Anyways, 
and then I showed him Neil's. Dude, I, I thought you would have been going to Neil's. Right. I know. That's not like a place I would go. Yeah. yeah so I was like, how do you not know about Neil's? They have uh, Super Smash Nights. Well, I'm oh, not, yeah, I've been there too. Another thing with me, like, I didn't, like, I'm not like a big drinker. So, like, mm-hmm. everything with bar on it, I, you probably wouldn't see me there, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and plus, like, I was like a hermit crab for like the first three years I was around the music scene. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You were. Yeah, and I used to um, go there a lot because I love beer. I used to love beer. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind of, I kind of, I can believe that. Smash nights are nice too. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like my main hangout spot. Me and my friend Edwin will go. We'll meet up with his friends and we'll just chill and hang out. Um. I kind of stopped drinking this year. Same. Just to like, go ahead. Uh, just to like fuck with it and see, like, because I'm not a big drinker uh, to begin with, but I'll drink four or five, maybe six. Mm-hmm. But I kind of was like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna not drink this year. So <clears throat> whenever I go to Neil's, I just order water or Dr Pepper, and nice. they they look at me and they're like, "Why are you not drinking?" Like, eh, just I don't want to. It's like not a necessity or need to like drink. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm sober uh, four months now. It feels so different, getting, doesn't it? Yeah, getting personal. Yeah, I kind of was like depending on alcohol to like loosen up, but now mm-hmm. I'm like facing my my like anxiety on my own, and it's kind of cool. Like I'm discovering more of myself. Um, I think being sober has been one of the best decisions I've made for myself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you're more aware. Of things going around and i have more money oh, <laughs> that one that's how i was yeah get all this going on no yeah it, it does take a whole lot because you're like five dollars for a beer that's great and, and then, then like, like six beers man. six beers and later you're like shit and, and then you're like well let me buy you a shot let me buy you oh, yeah. <laughs> let me buy you this and, and like a shot's like six dollars and you're mm-hmm. like no, that's cool. Charge it. And then you're like, oh, shit, I spent like $80 already. Yeah, and imagine that like two, one or two times a week. That adds up. It adds Six up a Six times lot. a month, it adds up. So, yeah, yeah being sober has been nice. Yeah. Um, I've noticed a lot more things because I, I, I still go out. I go to bars and, you know, just hang out with my friends or just go because I like to. And I'll like I'll notice how people act, and it's like, hey, I need to calm the fuck down. Honestly, I know I'm like this was probably me like six months ago being <laughs> wasted, but now Screaming, I'm like, like I fucking love you, dude. dude. Oh, honestly, calm recently down. at the last scene when I got this recent with the last of my friends were so trash, I was basically like their mom. Like I was like they're like pulling my earrings mm-hmm. off and pulling my shirt, like untucking Aww. my shirt, and I was like, oh my god. Starting fights, and I'm like, okay, obviously, I'm chill, chill, Uh, that's what happened when uh, Jenna brought her friend and her sister. Um, like her, one of her friends got trashed, and um, she literally was like a rag doll in the mosh pit. Ooh. like she kept going like back and forth, back and forth, in and out. She fell on top of me, and I fell back like you know like um at barbs like that seating area yeah like towards the back where the where they had the little uh the the logo little bar i felt back and i was like oh shit i was like oh she's fucking drunk and like she kept going in and out and that's when they were moshing to uh i think slipknot 
and like they were going too fucking hard and i was like you're gonna die in this pit and i'm not gonna save you because i can't so um luckily somebody like grabbed her and like forced her to go sit down they're like you need to chill the fuck out because you're drunk and yeah. you're seriously gonna hurt yourself do you notice how like obnoxious people get and mm-hmm. then like man was i that obnoxious and i'm pretty sure i was but it's like i kind of like am there for them because i mm-hmm. get it but then and then i give them the talk after like you need to control your drinking yeah and they're like no i'm fine i'm grown i can control my drinking and it's like can you really but yeah uh, at that time, they were going pretty hard in the fucking pit. There's some people that go to emo night that need to chill the fuck out. Seriously. Um, there's like this short Hispanic guy. He wears like a bandana. And I think he wears like a tank top or some shit like that. He goes too fucking hard in the pit. And I had pulled him to the side. I'm like, hey, dude, we don't do this here. We don't go this hard here, bro. And he's like, fuck you. You don't know shit. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Cool. That's cool. I don't know shit. <laughs> um, I've had close calls in the pit. I've like, I've, well, not close calls. I've gotten hit before. I've got hit in the eye with somebody's elbow. Somebody's head hit my lip, and I bit my lip. I've crunched onto it. Um, I've been punched in the chest by a small girl who I didn't think had power behind her punch, but she did, and that shit hurt. <laughs> That shit hurted. Hurted. <laughs> that shit hurted. Um, I fell multiple times. I've gotten like bruises. I could top all your injuries. What what happened? Someone broke my heart. Oh <laughs> That's I've been there before multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> um Yeah, they, they go too fucking hard in the pit. I'm like, I mean, I need to calm the fuck down, bro. They tried doing that at the uh, secret group emo night one uh, this past, and it was hilarious because they usually don't do mosh pits. They don't smell. <laughs> they're like they're uh, they're light up. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so they tried to do a mosh pit and they usually don't. And uh, I scream. They they were trying and I screamed. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What kind of mosh pit is that? And they all looked at me and I was like, well, come on. And um, I had went to the restroom and I got back and they started moshing a little bit better. And they're like, is this good enough for you? I was like, no, that's, that's fine. I got in the pit and then it was like, it was pussy. It was so pussy. I like started pushing people and like they wouldn't push at all. See, they should have started the mosh pit when you were in the restroom. In there. <laughs> in the restroom? Mosh pit in the restroom? Like, hold on, give me a second. <laughs> oh, shit. They followed me into the restroom. Oh my god, this is too small. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it was okay. It was a fun night. It got me warmed up for Tuesday. So I guess that's where I'll go to warm up for my emo nights. Because it's like training. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, I like going to the pit. It's really, it's really like stress relieving. Because like I'll have a bad day and just like, fuck you. Boom, 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 you know. But it feels good. I like it. Relieves a lot of stress. Pablo's been in the pit. I've seen him a couple times. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been around. I've never, like, it's been a while since I've been in the mosh pit. You've always seen me on the side, like, pushing people, like, guarding. Mm-hmm. But, like, I haven't moshed in a long time. I tell people that um, 
as someone wants to see me get out of monster time, it has to be a band that's like insane. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyle Nash is my favorite band. They still didn't like. I go hard for them, but I not like I haven't moshed in a while. No. When's the last no. time you moshed? I want to say, Icy Stars or the Dead Wars Prada when they came with. Um, I think it was Get Scared or I think it was Secrets. I forgot who else was on that bill. Oh, Born of Messiah was there too. Oh damn. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while. I think it's, it's been, been a like, while. It's been a while. Five, six, six years. <laughs> it's been a minute. Damn. Yeah. I feel like the day I get unleashed, everybody would like, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's the atomic. The or atomic it'll be up. just me and being a floor, just thinking that I did it. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, doom. Doom. And he's spazzing on the floor. He's like, did I destroy everybody? No, you didn't. But you did good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's what, damn, that's a long time, dude. That's. But one thing that I, I did do when I was young, I would always, like, I'm a little guy. So whenever I would, like, get in the monster or get in the front, I would, for some reason, I always had a habit where I had, like, a little space around me. Because no, I guess I was pushing around that much. I always had a space, even with big guys, you know, like those big guys can take me on, of course, like no problem. But like I would survive in the pit. I would survive. <laughs> I will so, survive. Um, Scary Kids actually was like, oh no, Scary Kids actually was. That but was a couple weeks I ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I didn't get in the pit, but like they played, um, what was the song they played? They played a song. I had to get in there. I, I bulldoze her all the way to the front. Whenever I want to get in the front, you ain't going to get in my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. I've there's some people like that at shows, and they're 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 nice about it because you know they like the band, but sometimes they're obnoxious about it. Like they want to get to the front, but they're like as rude as possible. To get I to will the front. bulldoze you over in a nice way. Like, excuse me. <laughs> no, no. This is why he's doomed. This is why he's doomed. I've had two weird experiences where I'm standing and there's a short girl behind me for some reason. And she like pokes me in the shoulder and she's like, Can you like move to the right a little bit? I can't see. Excuse me? Why don't you move <laughs> to the left so you can see? And it's like, why do I have to move? Yeah. It's been weird. Like it's me and my friend who's also five eleven and she was like, Why are they telling us to move? Like you can move and it's not like we're in the very front. We're yeah. literally in the back. Mm-hmm. But yet they tell us us to move to the side. Yeah, it's really annoying. Like, what? How? Do you really feel that entitled? Some people do. I was I we we didn't move. We literally like scooted over like a, a little tiny step. We're like that's all we're doing. Mm-hmm. Where was this at? This was at Scout Bar for Scary Kids, mm-hmm. and then the last time was a day to remember at NRG, and oh, we were literally. Yeah, I didn't go to that one. We were literally in the back, and I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, Nani? people are weird. <laughs> <laughs> that show was on a Tuesday, isn't it? Wasn't it? I think it was. A day to remember? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Cause I've but no- it was a day to yeah. remember. I've n- it was a day. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of w- weird and rude people come out on Tuesday nights. And it's like. Because the club's going up. On a Tuesday. <laughs> no, like um, I went to this show recently last week. Was it last week? Yes, it was last week. I'm sorry, and uh, it was it was a free show. It was called um, the Midnight. They were it was a band. Oh yeah, I the Midnight. Oh, you know who the Midnight is? No, I don't. But <laughs> I heard people talking about it. Yeah. So 
Um, the Texas Lottery was doing this free concert, and they had the Midnight was like their main act. They had another band called Night Drive, and they all sound like '80s synth pop, kind of like that. And they're pretty good, but not really my cup of tea. I enjoy it, but it's not like something I'm gonna like obsess over. So I go and um, I was like, "Why is there so many people here on a Tuesday?" And I was like, "Okay, I get it, it's a free show, but like they were very rude. Like um, this black couple that was behind me, it was it was a it was two guys and two girls. Um, they like literally like threw me out the way just to get to the front, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the hell? I I did not understand why they wanted to go to the front." And until I noticed when the when the main band came out, um, I, it's gonna sound weird, but this is like the widest thing I've ever seen. Um, they had a saxophone player. Yeah, it was cool, but people I've never seen so many people lose their motherfucking minds over a saxophone player. Like they literally like went crazy, and they bum rushed to the front, and I'm like. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Why? Why? What's with the saxophone? I don't know. Um, but it was me and another friend of mine, and we were like, "Fuck it, let's just go home, dude." It was right here at, at White Oak, so I don't live that far. So I was like, "Fucking go home, I'm tired. I gotta go to work." So, but yeah, that that ha- that happens to me at shows. I hate when people do that. They're like, "Oh, they push me out the way just to get to the front," and I'm like, "You don't have to do that. You can say excuse me. I'll move out the way if you want to see." I'm not that tall, but yeah, rude people come out on Tuesdays <laughs> that email me too. Oh, yeah. Um, when I used to go a couple years ago too, some of the people that, that are in the, that used to go, they're not there anymore, but they would, they, um, would be super rude. Like they would get like fucked up in like 10 minutes and I'm like, damn, how fucked up did you get? And then you see them in the pit and they would just like hit people and stuff like that. Anyways, uh, enough about emo night. Um, you guys want to promote any more of the shows? I know uh, you have one that's coming up Sunday, correct? Yes. This Sunday. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's a boy and motives. Ah. <laughs> and um, Town Destroyer, Mellow, and Talking Theory. And where will they be playing? Right. Wait, did I did this one? Blood Between Us is playing Side <laughs> Pocket Theory. <laughs> okay, my memory's really bad, to be honest. It's okay. Sorry. Blood Between Us, Mellow, and Town Destroy. Town Destroy. <laughs> and where will they be playing at? Uh, Secret Group. Secret Group. At what time? Oh, doors are at 6. Shows at 6.30. Pre-sales, 12. Any more shows after that? What's, uh, what's else so going on The next on one that? will be April 6th. No, April 2nd. April 2nd. Dead Culture. Okay. With Tala. Tala. And God we'll Hand. <laughs> and where were they be at? They will be there? Okay. As well. That yeah. one's at Acadia. Acadia oh, and, and, and um, off of 1960? Yeah, I, I played the show there mm-hmm. before, too. It's, it's a nice little place. Um, What else is going on? Anything else new? What are you listening to, Pablo? Uh, he's listening to something in his head. Oh, he's thinking. That's something. like he's bopping. 
You got stripes like a cheetah. <laughs> I, I do it. Cheetahs don't have stripes. Um, that's pretty much it for us. Like, well, we have a lot more things in the works. They just haven't been announced yet. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we could talk about this. We have our first hip hop show again ready oh, to get announced. Cool. And I, I'm really curious to see the, the reaction to that. I don't really expect much of our crowd to come out to that. I will hope so. Um, but um, it'll be cool. Um, and then. Of course, then the only thing that we have in the works right now that we can't really like, we can talk, we will just talk about the titles, but not really like go in detail on it is um, No Sleep Fest and Heat Wave. Um, just stay tuned for that. Okay. Stay tuned. So, <laughs> Pablo did, did like have, Pablo does have his No Sleep Fest, and I did my first um, festival under AMI called um, Heat Wave in the summer. And we're gonna do that together too. Awesome, that sounds cool. And uh, when can we like expect those like somewhere later in the year? Stay tuned. <laughs> Just stay tuned. <laughs> stay, stay tuned. tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, no sleep and no sleep and heat wave um, and um, yeah and heat wave. <laughs> and where uh, where can they find you guys on your social media? I know. Oh, for those stuff. festivals? Not for the festivals, but like if they want to follow you guys, like Bloom, Bloom and Dune. Facebook.com slash Bloom and Dune Booking. Okay. Also on Instagram. Are uh, you guys and anywhere Twitter. else? And Twitter? Uh, are you guys on, um, well, you're not on YouTube. Are you on Pornhub? Grinder. That kind of grinder? eHarmony. eHarmony. Christian like Mingle. <laughs> I want to meet ASPCA. people. ASPCA. A- oh. oh. <laughs> Damn. Disney Plus, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Spotify. Um, it's just me going. I'm blue. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I have my own set. You? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, are y'all gonna do like stickers and like stuff like that for Bloom and Doom too? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know. Uh, let me ask you a couple more questions. Y'all like Whataburger, right? Uh, uh, no. I used to. Used to? Until I became vegan. Oh, you're vegan now. <laughs> okay. Yes. Then Pablo left. <laughs> I gave up Whataburger, too. Oh, okay. I'm not vegan, but like it's just I've been trying to pay attention to more of my diet. That's good. Yeah, because I know y- y'all y'all go and work out together too. I see. We went like once. <laughs> That's it. Just one? I thought it I, was I go time. more often than Angelica. I don't go at all because I work like crazy. Mm-hmm. But I should. Um. But I know I saw you go to uh, the burger joint just recently, right? Wait, was that when we went? We went to the burger joint. Oh yeah, whatever you ha- <laughs> you recorded me eating that hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have vegan options. They're pretty good. Yeah, uh, which one did y'all go to? The one off uh, West Timer and uh, Montrose. Oh, okay, the the smaller one. Okay, uh, yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah, they have really good options. Uh, I like their chicken, their grilled chicken sandwich. It's really good. That's not vegan. Chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, um, they just built one over here in the Heights, Ooh. and it opened. Um, a week or two ago and um it's pretty good Ooh. uh what did i get i got 
the cheeseburger. And then I got the chili fries. Chili fries are pretty good. Mm. Yes, I know they're not vegan. <laughs> I don't know. No, cheese is not vegan. No. But no, I don't know. Potatoes are vegan. Potatoes are vegan? That's one. <laughs> Beans? Beans are vegan. That's it. So just potatoes and beans? That's yeah. cool. We can do that. We can make something out of that. We but, can make uh, it happen. We can make it happen, Captain. Uh, I don't know. What 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 do y'all like favorite local spots y'all like to hit up, like to go eat or like to hang out? Because I know Virginia. I don't know what that is. Tell me Virginia about that. Virginia ramen bar. Tell me about that. I don't. I don't know about so that. They actually. have a spicy, creamy vegan ramen. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's this place at? There's one off in Midtown. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it Midtown? Yeah, that's Midtown. Sorry, my voice. It's okay. Um, Midtown. Yeah. And there's one by Scott Bar, like, right next to Scott Bar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all like going there? Y'all like um, ramen and yeah. stuff like that? Um, burger joints one, too. Burger yeah. joints. Burger joint. Um, I also go to Mai's a lot. Lately, we've been going to a lot. And also, uh, Corny Vibes. Oh, okay. I go Corny to Corny Vibes, Vibes really like yeah, two, really three good. times. And that's an all vegan restaurant. Yeah. Tell me about that. I don't know. All vegan. About that. It's all vegan. It's really it's good. Amazing. Though. It's amazing. It's basically like American comfort food. They have like Grilled, chicken sandwiches, yeah, chicken sandwiches, vegan chicken sandwiches, spaghetti, enchiladas, uh, enchiladas right? empanadas, uh, really like jalapeno poppers, mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks, uh, chicken fried steak. Like all vegan. Really? Wow. Yeah, I've re- um. They used to sell, like, um. I don't know if you know what gancitos are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I, what they are. They have like vegan gancitos, really? like conchas. Yeah. Oh my god. And they sell like aguas frescas and stuff like that. So it's pretty much like Mexican vegan. It's Spon- like you know, sponsor like Tex- corny vibes. Corny vibes sponsors. <laughs> yeah, like basically, you know, like a Tex-Mex place kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like American comfort food. And like, where's this place located? It's off Westheimer. Westheimer. Yeah. Mm, have I been here before? It's like it's near by numbers. Literally. Really? Yeah. It's right by numbers? Yeah. Closer yeah. numbers? Hmm. I need to check that out. Super I went to another place called Love Buzz. It's like a pizza place. It's got the look the little Velociraptor right in front of it. It's right across the street from El Tiempo. It's pretty good pizza there. They had yeah. some cheese and mozzarella Cheese and mozzarella. Cheese and mozzarella. So cheese and cheese. Cheese and cheese and pizza pepperoni. Um. So vegan. What made you want to become vegan? <laughs> well, I've always been like caring for the environment and animals since like as a young child. I was actually vegetarian for a year and a half in high school, mm-hmm. and then I t- I told myself once I moved out of my mom's place that I would be vegan because that's what I want to do. Like that's what I care for. Like it it seemed like me. So I moved out and it took me a while, but then like one day I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to be vegan. I'm going to just cut everything out. And I did it and it's been eight months now. Do you want any different like results? I lost like weight. I didn't expect that. I lost like Hmm. 35 pounds. Really? Wow. I, uh, my knee doesn't hurt as much, I guess, from losing all that weight. Um, I feel like my skin's clear. I feel better. Like feel I don't. More energetic I never feel bloated. Like you know, from eating greasy food. It just it feels nice, and now it's to the point where like you know like 
you know, like when you start working out for the first time, it's like hard to get up. Like just like with being vegan, it's hard to like think about what to eat. Now it's like really easy. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't have to like. Like, I already know what to buy when I go to the grocery store. I know what's vegan. Do you go to, like, the regular grocery store? Do yeah, you I go like to Kroger. I go to, oh, Whole Foods is too expensive. I go to Kroger, and they have so many options now. Like, even their Kroger brand stuff, like mm-hmm. Simple Truth stuff, they have vegan options in that. Really? Huh. In their brand. So, it's really cool. Like, I just go to Kroger, like, once a week, spend a good $100 on groceries. Yeah, that's the typical. Yeah. yeah and then. And, Pablo, why are you not vegan? That's what I'm saying. Is it just because you love a certain type of food? Or you like breaking hearts? Which one is it? Um, I barely eat. <laughs> and I'm kinda like I don't prep very well too as well. Yeah. So it's not really like I don't know, like I would eat whatever I eat. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like I'm that kind of person. Do you have a favorite food that you like? Like He's like, I'm smelling for Enchiladas. Enchiladas? Yeah. And pupusas. Pupusas? Oh. oh, my God. I just had vegan pupusas, and they have vegan enchiladas at Corny Vibes. I'm done. There's no excuse. <laughs> I like enchiladas, You heard it too. here. I heard it here. I heard it through the vegan vibe. Yeah. Vegan vine. I don't know. That didn't fall <laughs> as good <laughs> as I wanted it to. Um. I guess, no. I guess. Yeah, I might have to try that place out. It sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, I saw this one video. They have a a vegan like Mexican restaurant. I think it's in El Paso or in Dallas, and they had like vegan like everything like fajitas. Like it was yeah. like vegan. And I was like, oh my god. There's one in Houston too. There is. It's called Vigos. They have vegan tortas and like pastor and. See, I, I'm good. kind of like nervous about that because it's like I've I have the real thing, and then I know if I taste the vegan option, I'm just gonna be like, well, fuck you, then I'm going vegan. I don't, I might try it. It sounds really interesting, and it looks really good too. It is. Like I um. I seen they do like a vegan option for like barbecue sandwiches where they use jackfruit. Yeah. And. Some people said they couldn't even taste the difference. And I'm like, there's some kind of magic behind that. Some kind of wizardry. <laughs> yeah, pe- vegans get creative. Yeah. And it's like more of like tricking your mind. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, people are like, oh, why are you still eating things that like were like me? Like, come on. Like, we all came out into this world believing that eating animals was okay. And then you grow up and think, okay, it's not. But obviously, you still have to eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I eat vegan nuggets like all the time. I'm like obsessed with vegan chicken nuggets, but they're not real chickens. But it's like, it's like I've always liked chicken nuggets before, and now I have vegan nuggets. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I tricked my mind that they're still nuggets. Yeah, and they're still really good. I think they're actually better than regular chicken nuggets. You might have to take that back. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm no, just joking. These nuggets. <laughs> these nugs. The nugs. Uh, what are you doing, sir? <laughs> promoting. <laughs> promoting. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Promoting. He really promote is. the show. Promote Bloom and Doom. Promote Inside the North Side. I love it. It's awesome. Um. So, spring is coming. Summer's coming up. Y'all have any plans other than booking shows? Like, Have y'all like 
had any ideas like y'all want to do stuff so we're going to dallas in two weeks awesome and then we're gonna go to oklahoma in may right really in oklahoma for did i convince you for my birthday oh i guess our birthday since it's in the same month um what's in oklahoma we're gonna go to this festival called what (laughs) we're gonna go to this festival called promcore one of my favorite bands is headlining it called cultural abuse and so i was like i want to go and i convinced pablo to go too is it in oklahoma city or is it somewhere in oklahoma i think it's oklahoma city oh okay well, that's May or tulsa i think it's in tulsa in tulsa oh okay sounds interesting huh yeah prom core sounds kind of cute prom core tulsa, yeah. tulsa it reminds me of like all those like genres they used to come up with like in the early like late 2000s like nintendo core and stuff like that that's funny nice yeah have you have you heard about nintendo core like like you remember those don't you like they would come up like weird like like core Mexican butcher music no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it would be like nintendo like music but like with breakdowns and yeah like, heavy that's rip. how they sound that's what the, how that band sounds really I, I think that's what they're called i don't know that sounds like, like, a like i said mexican butcher have you ever heard of them okay maybe it's just my <laughs> she like, knows more than we uh, do she is the chosen one I mean, I know a Mexican butcher, but <laughs> he he doesn't play breakdowns. Um, I have some plans oh, our for Mexican my butcher. our Mexican butcher. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. I guess I have some plans of myself for spring break. Actually, uh, I'm thinking about going to Six Flags. Nice. And Which then one? Uh, the one in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And then going straight to Austin after that. So, like, two cities, one week. Oh, it's March already. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, damn, it's already March. But then it's going to be April. And it's already a new decade, the Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. Oh, my back hurts from hearing that. Roar. <laughs> um, please, don't, please, please don't bring that back. How old are we turning this year, Pablo? Eighteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> eighteen. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not eighteen anymore. Uh, How old are you turning? Uh, I'll be twenty-seven. I wish I was eighteen anymore. Oh, I I think nineteen would be a good age for women to be. Yeah. I think going back to twenty-one would be good. Yeah. I wish I did. I wish I had the same knowledge I had right now. Same. I dude, I say that yeah. every day. Every year, I'm like, I wish I was this smart. Three years. I ago. would rule the world if I knew everything In <laughs> that high I knew school? now. I look cool and shit. Well, you don't want to peak in high school. Yeah, true. You're right. And then you would not be here. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're true. You're right. You're right. You being? Where'd y'all yeah. go to high school? Galena Park. Uh, I went to Alden and Cypress. And Cypress? Yeah. Like, I was freshman. At the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I was a freshman and a sophomore at Alden, and then I went to Cy Springs. You went to Cy Springs? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I went to I went to Cypress or I went to Cypress too for school. I went to Cy Ridge. Ew. <laughs> you know about us Disgusting. then. Disgusting. Um, y'all y'all know about Traders Villages, right? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, do y'all know like that school that's right across the street that looks like a prison? No. No. Yeah. I don't. 
Okay, well, there's a high school that's right across the street from um, Shredder's Village. Yeah, that's where I went. It looks like a prison. There's no windows. That's sad. No, there's windows. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, that's where I went. I went there all four years. Um, I kind of wish I did peak in high school. So then I could still be like, yeah, but high school was not a good time for me. It was horrible. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> um, where'd you go to Austin? Did you went to Aldine High after that, or you just were you what? Like in high school, because you said you went to like, you went to Aldine. You went to Aldine then Sci Springs, or you went to Sci Springs and Aldine. Aldine then Sci Springs. I graduated oh, okay. Springs. What year? The best room, I mean, oh, best classroom, <laughs> <laughs> 2014. 2014. Oh, man. <laughs> Crap. I graduated 2013. I graduated in 2011. You old. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boomer? <laughs> Boomer. In, this, in a way, I do kind of feel like that sometimes. Um. Whenever I talk to, like, um, younger kids, because I teach um, Sunday school at my church, mm-hmm. like, I'll tell them, and they're like, they look at me, and I'm like, yeah, I remember pagers. They're like, what's a pager? I'm like, I'm just going to go kill myself right now. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's so weird. It feels weird being old sometimes. Like, Even though I'm not old, I'm still, like, in my peak, but I feel old. I know, like, me and Jelly were talking, like, we're, like, we, like, I know we're not the old heads, but, like, you know, always people that say old heads in communities, like, we do feel like the old heads now, because, like, there's a lot of younger kids that come on the show right now, and I'm like, dang, I feel old, and then they come up to us and ask us questions, or they, like, or, like, talk, ask about Boom and Doom, and I'm like, I'm old, because, like, <laughs> we know the ins and outs of, like, you know, of a lot of things in Houston now in the community like that we didn't know before but that's because we had to experience it you know mm-hmm. going to places going to shows so it feels I feel like I'm, we're becoming the old heads now <laughs> if y'all feel old I feel ancient then <laughs> um, well that's cool I mean it's always cool to be like a like a guiding light to the younger generation and show them the ins and outs and you know even if they want to like do the same thing that you do you know it'd be cool but then you might have to tear them down because bloom and doom forever <laughs> you can have interns, little booms, <laughs> little boom, little blooms little and dooms. No, little, little booms, booms. <laughs> no little booms. Little booms, and dooms. Blooms, the blooms, the blooms. Start just coming up with like random names. It's like, what do you guys do? Oh, we get them coffee and booms. <laughs> and coffee. It's like somebody get me coffee. Which one are you? The Bloom number one. Doom. Doom number two. Doom. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's been a crazy week. It's been cold. And it's it's like... Ugh. It's weird because um, last week it was like the same thing. And it sucks because it rained. And I work... Like, I drive trucks for, for the school district, mm-hmm. and um, I go and deliver food to schools. So I have to get out of my truck, and sometimes I don't have my rain jacket. So I get poured on, and I have to go inside in the freezer, and it's just like, ugh, it's wear and tear on my body. But, sorry. 
Um, not sleepy. I just I yawn. It's like <laughs> the, that's the first time I've yawned. Um, ever in your life? Ever? Ever? Not no, played. Uh, just in I this episode. No, so like, yeah, it 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 takes a toll on my body because it's like you're going from cold to rain and then this and that, and you're ugh. so it's been cold lately, and then like the whole time change too that's coming up, it's really gonna fuck up my schedule. Ugh, I hate it. Is it I, going forward or back? Forward. Ugh. Yeah, you're like goodbye, extra hour of sleep. Hello. Trying to catch up. On Trying to catch up on sleep, and then just laying down and just like. Why am I going to sleep? Why am I not sleepy? Yeah. I've had nights like that. And then you go to stay up until three, and then when you stay up till four, that's when I go to work. <laughs> that's happened before. I've stayed up like all night, and I'm like, eh, might as well. I gotta work. I'll go take a shower. Like, um, the craziest thing I've done was when I went to go to the movies. I went to go see the Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And the only showing they had was like at twelve thirty, and I was like, "Crap, I gotta go to work in like three and a half, four and a half hours." So I did it. I didn't get home till like three thirty. So I took like a thirty minute nap, and like, okay, that's worth it. <laughs> I still was like alert. I didn't fall asleep till I got home after work, but I was like, "Okay, not doing this again. <laughs> Can't do it. My body. I need sleep." I only do it for movies that are worth it. I don't want spoils. What movies are worth it? Marvel. Um, Star Wars. Those ones, mainly. Oh, speaking of Star Wars, what did you think about Did you see the new one yet? Yeah. What do you think about it? I love it. You love it? I cried 20 times. You cried 20 times? Yeah. Oh, no. You love it? No, it's not <laughs> It's not negative. Um... No, I enjoyed the movie too. I thought it was good. I did actually cry in one of the scenes. Uh, I was like, "Wow, this is so fucking Bro. beautiful." It's a good movie. I know a lot of people tear it down and like they're so. Um, I know a lot picky. of people were, were negative about it, but I just enjoyed it for what it was. Out of the three, though, I have to admit, though, it was the strongest in my opinion. The second one was all right. Well, I think about the ones I didn't. I didn't like the most was the first one because like it was just I don't know. It's in cliche. Just trying to backpack on the nostalgia. Yeah. And then, like, the second one, people... I don't know why people hated it so much, but, like, it was actually something different, you know? It was the director. the J.J. Um, Abrams' style, you can tell. And then the... I think his name is Ryan Johnson. He kind of... He's not really a big-time director. He's more of, like, a small TV show kind of thing. Yeah. So when they gave him that, I think it kind of overwhelmed him. I mean, he had good ideas. It was a pretty good movie, even though I fell asleep through it. Um... It's something different. You can't... I think I've talked about this on the show before. Um, Star Wars fans are very difficult people to deal with. They either want nostalgia, and then when you give it to them, they want something new. When you give them something new, they want nostalgia. And it's like... It's it's very picky with people like that. It's not with Marvel fans, really. Because we're just happy either way that they're making the movie. So, um, like... For these new movies that are coming out, um, like Black Widow and The Eternals and I'm Thor, that one. which one? Black Widow. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of backpacking on the cliche like spy movie, yeah. but I mean it's still gonna take my money, so I don't care. 
Um, like I saw that Harley Quinn movie that came out, Birds of Prey, and it was a pretty good movie. It was decent. I mean, it wasn't like the cartoon. So, um, but yeah, those are good movies. There's a lot of negative fan bases. Yeah, there are. That's why you just do whatever you got to do. That's why you do whatever you want to do. Fuck it. Yeah, honestly. That's how it was with me as a promoter. Like, I used to try to please everybody, but I just did what I wanted to do. <laughs> Fuck them all. Sorry, we had more questions. These are you had more questions, questions, really? Oh, okay. that one. We'll do one. Actually, let's do all of them. We still got time. We're, we're, we're pretty good on time, actually. So, um... I know most of the questions are for y'all, but I mean, I can answer one of them. Question from Kale King. Favorite locals? Boy, don't ask us that question. <laughs> <laughs> locals as in band or just locals as in? Local bands. Um, For me, I would have to say I like Rogues Among Us. Um... I liked Voxosis when they were just still a band or local. Um, what's that other band? And then suddenly, uh, Eddie's group. Um, who's another group that I saw that was local? Uh, some friends of mine too. They're um, Camera Cult. Uh, they, they, I don't think I've ever heard of them. They're more of like a poppy kind of like synthy thing. Um, they're pretty good. They're pretty decent. There's some friends of mine. One of the guys I've known since we were kids. Are they good or decent? They're decently good. Okay. <laughs> um, but if I had to pick, I would say Rogues Among Us. Favorite locals. <laughs> if you need to, st- <laughs> if you need to step up and stretch, you can. No, she's pulling the no. leg. <laughs> oh. Um, what about you guys? I know. I think you already answered them already. The question. Us. Yeah, yeah. Are there locals? Yeah. Nani. Nani. <laughs> Your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who? Um. Wait, locals. All right, we're gonna get some hate on this, but I gotta put <laughs> where's due. Um. Favorite locals. Honestly, the first one that pops in my head when someone asks me my favorite local is Pipe Dream. They're gone now. Like, they just had their last show. Um, but only because, like, when you listen to them, like, not all, like, it takes a while to get a sound that's, like, you know, really good, mm-hmm. you know? And all locals, you know, it it takes a minute, you know? And Pipe Dream came out right out the gates, you know, bangers, you know? Those songs, I genuinely jammed every single one. And after that would probably be Author Poet. Only because Author Poet, um, Better Days, that's mm-hmm. always a classic banger. And they also were the first local that I looked up to. So those would probably be like my main two. And probably third in place, oh, this is really hard, but um, Moonface, you know, really good band right there. Um, those are my babies. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> For me, my turn. so one of my favorite, which is crazy, um, I would actually come see this band. I actually discovered this local band at one of Pablo's shows at the clinic. And it was like one of those bands. I was very like not into the local scene yet. Mm-hmm. I was just going because I was dating someone in a band. And um, 
they're just like that band that you like they play it and you listen to them you really like them and then you jam them after um it's town destroyer so they actually booked them on my first show too Mm -hmm. and now i'm really good friends with angelo who's the vocalist so Oh, completely forgot about Tom Destroyer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually one of my favorites, and I know, like, his songs, too. Their songs. And I don't know, just, like, their music, is, like, is really good. Their lyrics are great. Like, they inspired me, you know. And a uh, second band, this band I would listen to sometimes here and there, but I guess I started listening to them after they ended, too. And I saw them at No Sleep at the Clinic, I think the year before the recent one was um phantom pains and they're they like i don't know i when they were playing like i felt like the room was like silent but like chills and it's like that was their farewell show. yeah and it was their farewell show and it like i guess they had set the mood because they had lights and stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like i was tearing up i was like what, what's going on nani it was so yeah. good and after they broke, like, their farewell show and they, like, broke up, which is something that they use now, basically. Um, I started jamming them. I'm like, man, they're so good. So, yeah. I only have two, I guess. Shout out, Town Shore, Dende, Blood Between Us. I forgot about all these. There's <laughs> Houston's actually coming up more with the talent. I just made a post earlier today that, you know, there's a lot of music coming out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it takes a while. Some of these locals are starting to come out with more, like, quality. Uh, I'm not trying to throw like shade or anything. It's just you know we all start somewhere, but like it's crazy how much they're growing, and it's really beautiful to see them grow with their craft and become bangers. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to God Hand, State of Filth, Alpha Virus, Eric teaches gun safety. <laughs> That's the name of a band. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and who else? Who else? Mm-mm. And a lot. We'll be here forever. Too. I like that. Eric yeah. teaches gun safety. That's you. pretty funny. <laughs> we love all of y'all. Like. Yeah, especially God Hand. <laughs> I've seen God Hand grow so much. And then we built that relationship, and now they're, like, taking over the Houston local scene. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, y'all guys know so soon the truth? Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> <laughs> Have you booked them yet? Have y'all got them for one of y'all shows yet? Yes. Um not as late now, mm-hmm. um, but yes, we have booked them before. Their well, new, their new album that came out was really good. They're pretty yeah. good. Yeah, they're cool. They're like friends. Peter's cool. Peter's Peter cool. is cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> More questions? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> Mine? Any more questions? <laughs> oh. Oh, Okay. Someone asks, what inspires you and what inspired you? Oh, that's a really good question. What inspires me and what ins- what? what? <laughs> um, Pablo, go first. <laughs> I think we were kind of touched in, touched on that already. Um, I guess what inspires me, you know, back then, the little kid in me, like, I just loved music. You know, those that just, you know, it's pretty much how everyone is. Like, that was just your, your escape. You know, and I genuinely loved it. Um, I guess now how I'm, why I'm doing it now is because, you know, I really love to grow the community. You know, um, I love building stuff. I love being creative. And um, 
that inspires me to keep going. That the the history of the Houston music scene inspired me to keep going. And honestly, a big inspiration is Angelica. You know, Angelica. You know, because I had I had a lot of problems and issues. You know, growing up as a promoter, and one of the things was to grow up, letting go of grudges, letting go of, you know, letting go of the neg- negative. Mm-hmm. And Angelica, you know, she has her moments too, but she brushes it off a lot more than I do. And another thing is that she, she's more positive than I am, and that inspires me. Um, so that, that's what pushes me going. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. same. <laughs> Likewise. No, yeah. Oh, I am gonna cry. Um, so obviously, like obviously, Pablo started booking before me. So I've always looked up to Pablo and how he would book shows and. He had like the clinic, and I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Like, I was like that little lame person, like girl that wanted to be friends with him, and he hated me. So, <laughs> 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 like, he literally inspired me so much. Like, I didn't want him to quit every time he tried to quit. Mm-hmm. Even when I, after I became a promoter, I didn't want him to quit. What was the question? Who ins- who inspires me? Who inspires me? Like, who inspires me? That was uh, at the also. Yeah, Pablo and also Jose Campos inspired me a lot um, from Radiation Productions. Um, he's like been booking shows for six years, a long time. That's a long, that's a long time. So, and he does really good, like he gets really good packages of bands that I really love, like Strawberry Girls. He's booking that show. That's cool. And he's he's helped me from time to time when I needed it, and I really appreciate that from him. Yeah. I guess it's my turn now. Uh, I guess kind of backpacking on what, what y'all have saying. I mean, just like Pablo, um, I grew up loving music. And I don't know. Um, growing up, I, I kind of was bullied a lot. Um, you know, I got picked on. People kind of never took me serious. They would always tease me about certain things that I was different. Um, why am I so weird? Why is this? Why is that? This is why you don't have any friends. This is why you're that. So me growing up with that kind of mentality in my head, it 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 really did take a toll on me. Even going in high school, it it was like turned up to like eleven. You know, dealing with things as you're a teenager. You know, girls and trying to make friends and trying to find your spot in the world so when I was in high school I I was in my first band and it didn't go so well but it was cool because it was like okay this is something I want to do um trial and error you know I've had bands and stuff like that I've been in and disbanded or I left because things weren't working so when I turned to doing this it made things a whole lot better because it like I said um, nobody took me serious so I felt like I didn't have a voice so when I was doing when I'm doing podcasting I felt like my voice was being amplified and it felt like there are people that want to hear what I have to say even if it's talking about stupid shit like toilet humor or why um 
why I don't like so and so's group, and you know, and why this and that. The people listen, and um, it really does inspire me to do better and want to do better. Um, I talked about this in my last episode. Uh, I was driving back home from somewhere, and I saw this huge billboard, and it said, "If it's worth doing, it's worth doing right." You know, and I've heard that my whole life. And it, I don't know, it, it hit a different way. And I was like, well, fuck yeah. Um, I'm going to do this. And if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this 100%. And I'm going to do it right. You know, there's some people that, um, you know, they record from their phones and stuff like that. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go above and beyond. So that's why I got all this equipment. Because like, like I said, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. You know. And it's worth doing because I enjoy this. And I don't know. That's just, I feel like I inspired myself, but also my friends have also inspired me too. And um, just certain people. Because, like I said, they were behind me and they listened to my shows. And it's like, okay, people do listen. People do like what I have to say. Even if it's me rambling on about certain ideas so um i can say what inspires me i guess it's my friends and my family and people that support me so and myself i can inspire myself i think that's really good that is you know with the community and there's a lot of kids out there that you know they come out to the shows for those that same reason Mm -hmm. you know to have their voice heard or you know just to get away from other stuff and a lot of us take that for granted because some of us don't have don't you know, we're more, we're more, um, we have a better home. Yeah, we're yeah. blessed with a better home. But there's some people out there that know that have a harder time. Um, and, or they're, they're, they're going through something. And yeah. music, you know, just like, or anything, like any art helps them. And, and just like how you, like, you know, relatable to that, where, you know, the bully situation. And, you know, um, there's a lot of, like, all the conflicts sometimes we get in the music scene, you know, that's something that I strive for. You know, I always would try to talk to people you know um help out artists because like you know a lot of artists sometimes sometimes they give up or quit because of other personal issues and Mm -hmm. it's always good to be able to be there to help them out and let them continue on yeah i mean i wish i had something like this growing up um i didn't go to many shows when i was in high school um but if i would have known if i would have been if i would have been a teenager now and i would have found something like what pablo and you were doing um, I would have dove right in, you know, I would have wanted to be a part of that community because it's like, it's a bunch of people who feel the same way as me that are going through the same things as me and they find comfort in listening to music and hanging, meeting friends. I wish I had something like that growing up, but I didn't. So, but I mean, I feel like we are the ones that we can inspire people to start things like that. You know, you build, they will come. You know exactly. Like the people that listen to to my show, um, there might be somebody out there who's debating if they should start their own podcast. And it, post- podcasting is kind of tricky now because it's not saturated yet, but it's starting to be. Yeah. But it's still, if somebody wants to do it, they should just go for it. Who cares? I mean, there's somebody making a podcast every day, and um, it's different topics, but. Um, don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it because you obviously can. 
if you put your mind and your um you know your 100 percent into it like i said if it's worth doing it's worth doing right so exactly what (laughs) (laughs) um any more questions guys you want to take any more questions no I don't ask questions because nobody ever answers my questions. <laughs> I used to do that at the beginning of when I started this. I would put questions out there and nobody answered them. And I was like, maybe later I'll do this. Yeah, nobody ever answers my questions. No? No? Okay. Um, I mean, if you guys want to cut it here, we can. If you're comfortable. Bloom. <laughs> Doom. <laughs> Out. Out. All right, guys. Um, like I said, this has been Bloom and Doom. One of the best. Okay. One-two punch. Bloom and Doom. <laughs> doom and Bloom. Bloom and Doom. Either or. No. Bloom and Doom. Either or, guys. You're both are um, inspiring the next generation to do something um, life-changing. You know, you guys are, you're leading the way. And it, you know, it, no better people to do that. Especially in the music community where it's much needed. You know, guys, uh, music is the one thing that does bring people together. And it makes, it builds relationships and it builds families. So, um, you guys keep doing what you're doing. And I totally support you on 100%. Like I said, I love you. <laughs> that too. Uh, <laughs> we just started saying that more, dude. I said that to everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I noticed you started saying that a lot more. I you know. <laughs> and we should start saying that to more. Yeah, people. we always got to spread the love. Spread the love. People need it. You never know if somebody needed to hear that. It's okay to love people. Well. Some. <laughs> <laughs> Some. There's some people where it's like, you can have somebody else love you. I'm not going to love you, dude. <laughs> but anyways, um, thank you guys so much for being on my show. I'm taking time out of your busy, 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 busy lives. <laughs> thank you for inviting us. Thank you. You guys should come on. You're always welcome to come on the show. Always. That's what he said. We're going to come in the morning. <laughs> 4 a.m. I will have breakfast ready. Hey. Waffle House. <laughs> We could do a show at Waffle House. With all that sound in the background. <laughs> it, that, would big, that would build the atmosphere. That would make it nice. Give it some character. Give it some character. I'm it's actually thinking about doing stuff like that. Um, I'm going to buy like those little portable like recorder transmitter thingies, whatever they're called, and um, take my shit on the road. Like If I go to a baseball game or something like that, I'll do my show from there. Um like I was telling y'all um, before we started the show, I'm going to buy this like uh, thing, and it's like a it's like an interface board for podcasting, and um, so I can have more people come on the show. It sets up to like four mics and four headphone jacks, so that'll be like my main thing. But that the the thing I have now that'll be like my portable thing. You know, if I go to Waffle House at four o'clock in the morning and do an episode. That would be fun. I could do one at one of my shows. 
Oh yeah, totally. That would be fucking awesome. Interview some of the group, some of the bands. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm actually, you know what? Fuck it, we'll do one of those uh, next time y'all come on the show. Um, y'all can remind me about that again, and um, I'll record. I'll interview some of the groups, and that'll be one of my shows. And we'll just interview some of the bands, just get their take on it. Holla, holla, holla! <laughs> I guess it, guys. Um, y'all always welcome to come on the show if y'all want to come again and talk about more bloom and doom stuff or you know what else is going on let me know and like i said y'all can come on here and talk and just say whatever y'all want to say i love you (laughs) i love you too dude um like i said and i keep like i saying like i said uh pablo and Angelica, I kept saying when I say Angela, I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pavel and Angelica, thank you for coming on my show again. Appreciate it, guys. Um, let me know if I can never go into, if I can go to one of your shows, I will be there, front and center. Or be square. I will not be square because I'm not square anymore. <laughs> that was when I was like 12. <laughs> Anyways, um, again, I can't say this enough. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, continue to keep doing what you're doing. Like I said, I support y'all 100%. I'm always there. If y'all want somebody to go to your shows and nobody's going to show, I'll show up and I'll bring people with me. So yeah, Our shows are always going to be packed out. Sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Sold out shows. I will buy all the tickets. Anyways, oh. I'm just joking. Um, Maybe I will. I don't know. Anyways, um, I got to close this thing because I keep trying to, but I can't. It's like trying to rip off the Band-Aid, but you want to keep the Band-Aid on? I can do it for you. <laughs> anyways <an> actual <laughs> anyways guys this has been inside the north side um keep it uh fresh god bless and i'll see y'all next episode so bye what